You are now tuned into the Boxing Bros. I'm Caden. I'm here with my co-host. What's going on, everybody? It's the commission, a.k.a. Dr. True. <laughs> I should have said I'm Dr. GMD today, but I'm going to go with Conspiracy G for this next segment. What's going on, everyone? And it's your boy. Ned DeLate. <laughs> you petty, bro. You petty. You see how G, you see how G operate, world? <laughs> Good morning, everyone. We have a subdued TBE. So the first topic we're going to discuss on Boxing Bros is the news that you've been hearing all week, but we haven't been able to touch upon this until today. Connor Ben test positive for a female fertility drug, and so... You've probably been diving into this all week, but we're going to just play you some clips and we'll dive in and give our opinion on this. So one of the first clips I'm going to play is something that um, Connor Ben said back in the day and Chris Eubank Jr. posted it on his social media. So, Well, my nutrition is enough, first of all, the breaking news, as you've heard about potentially that fight between Joshua and Actually, um, I just want to read what uh, Chris Eubank Jr. wrote. He said, I mean, I really just don't have any words at this point. And then he wrote hashtag Chris Eubank Jr. Ben. And so this is an interview with Connor Ben uh, on Sky Sports back in the day. And here's what he had to say. Now, first of all, the breaking news, as you've heard about potentially that fight between Joshua and Miller being cancelled. How you reacting as a boxing fan yourself? Well, I just when I got to the gym this morning, I can't believe it. Biggest night of your life, biggest fight of your career, and you know you get tested positive for a banned substance. Something it, it it baffles me. When you see boxers at level concern themselves with these sort of issues, especially this close to a massive fight, I mean, does that not concern you as a professional in that field? Well, my nutritionist think I'm not even you know at world level. My nutritionist has a go at me for taking vitamin C tablets if they haven't been tested. So the team he's got around him should say, listen. Check all your substances. You're earning a few good quid here, and, and you, why, put, why put that to risk? Now, first of all, the breaking news, as you've heard. About, about. So that's what Connor Ben had to say when Gerald Big Farmer Miller tested positive uh, for being substance. <clears throat> and that brings me to a point I want to make. You watch this show. You've seen us go at everyone who's ever tested positive. So if it was Big Baby Miller, if it was John Pascal, and we have two people who are Haitian on, on the panel, and they still went at these guys. So I don't want to hear anything about anyone saying anything about Conor Ben, because I notice like once people like someone and you hold them accountable, it becomes something. Nah, bro, we just doing what we do. All right. So <laughs> Yo, here's Eddie Hearn. And here's what Eddie Hearn had to say when someone else – Tested positive with Vada, but not you, Cad. And then listen to what he says when his fighter, Conor Ben, tests positive with uh, Vada, but not you, Cad. But what is the point in signing up for drug testing if when you fail, everyone just goes, oh, don't worry about it, just let him fight? You know? The, the argument of, well, it's all right with you, Cad. It's totally irrelevant. You signed drug testing with Arda, the best testing agency, in my opinion, in the sport. The bigger issue here, Robbie, in all honesty, is the technicality of Varda versus UCAS. British Boxing Border Control do not acknowledge 
Violet testing. We had a very similar situation with Billy Joe Saunders, where he had an adverse finding on his Violet test. Massachusetts banned him. The British Boxing Board of Control said his UK test is clear. We do not acknowledge Violet. So they need to make a decision what they want to do. If they don't suspend him, which they haven't and can't, he is clear to fight. This man low. You didn't hear it? We heard it, but it, yeah, it's probably just, just as high as it could go. I mean, that's the highest it was on that video, but he was in that video. He was basically saying how um, he tested positive with uh, VADA, but um, the British Board of Boxing Control doesn't recognize VADA. So it should the fight should still be able to go on. But he was saying a different tune when it was someone else who tested positive. So, I mean, in that video, that video is out there. Um, people can pull it up and see. All right. So we're going to go to another video. Uh, from Eddie Hearn, and this was 13 days before Conor Ben tested positive, and this was him speaking about a fight with John Pascal and uh, Joshua Buatzi. Problem with is bullshit. Got no problem with this fight ending on BT. What I've got a problem with is Vada testing not being in the contract. I can't let my fighter go in with a fighter off the back of John Pascal's failed test without Vada testing in the contract. Not, yes, we've all written off to Margaret, and then once it's signed, we'll pay for it and get it done. Bollocks, I don't trust you. In the contract. Bullshit. Got no problem with He He wanted VADA testing, the testing that doesn't matter, for a fight between Jean Pascal and Joshua Buatzi. Um, And so the last video that I'm going to show you is how Eddie Hearn reacted when Canelo Alvarez tested, Yo, man, wake up, man, wake up, man. <laughs> All right. How long fan for his reputation finished him in the sport? Um, he's a great fighter. But who knows how long he's been cheating for? Um, should he be banned longer? Yeah. Should he be financially penalised? Absolutely. Like any crime, if there's no punishment, it's going to just encourage people to commit them. So if you're a young fighter and you're thinking about doping in the sport and you see Canelo Alvarez just get a six-month fine with no financial penalty, I'll give it a go. I'll run the risk. I'm a Canelo and Eddie Reynoso fanboy, obviously. Uh, and I'm just in awe of Canelo Alvarez. I'm thinking, how good is this fire? He can't be beaten. It doesn't really matter how long, how long he's banned for his reputation. So that was Eddie. His thoughts on Canelo Alvarez when he popped positive. And then his thoughts on Canelo Alvarez once he left Golden Boy and went with uh, matchroom boxing in the zone. So... I'm going to turn it over. I don't know who I should go to first on this one, man. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Trill Dollar Bill first on this. Oh, Ned, you want? Uh, I'm not going. Woo! I'm gonna go. Woo! Oh, All right. Okay. I trust Ned. All right. Go ahead, Ned. Go ahead, go ahead Ned. G. <laughs> G. I was pointing at G. G. I was pointing at G. Oh, you were pointing at G? All right. Yeah, we're going to the spirit G first. Go ahead, G. <laughs> oh, man. You see, I, I, was, I was still compiling my th
Oh, if you still compassion, I can I can right, hit so, him. Go ahead, take yeah, it away. I'll go after Trill. You know what I'm saying? I, I can hold him. Uh listen, um <laughs> this is me. Chill dollar bill. I look, I'm right off the right off the bat, I'm gonna tell y'all where I stand for all you killers out there. You know what I'm saying? For all you killers, I'm willing to give the young man the benefit of the doubt. You know, I'm willing to give him the benefit. How many times has this happened with him? I think this is the first time, right? First time, okay. Um, maybe there's a mistake somewhere, right, down the line, you know. But, uh, you know, I'm Dr. Trail Dollar Bill, the love doctor. And let me hold this, Conspiracy G. Let me hold this. I feel like you're going the same direction I was thinking. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. God, God. Um, they say, if you look at what uh, uh, do uh, 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 the fertility pills do for men, right? You know, uh, it says it, 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 the male fertility pills can change a man's hormones in many ways. These medications can get your fertility back on track by increasing the amount of bioavailable testosterone and decrease the amount of estrogen. That's what it can do. Um, now, two ways of this. The love doctor was thinking maybe him and his lady were trying to conceive another child, right? And his sperm oh, count is a little low. You know? Mm-hmm. And, I, I'm, I'm, I'm walking uh, with you. So I was thinking maybe that could be a reason why that this pill, because if you look at if any effects, if does it make you any stronger or anything like that? No, there's no signs of that. But there is one fact that there is, though, that it does do. And I'm thinking maybe if, if it wasn't for that fact of him, you know, him and his lady probably trying to have a conceive, have another baby. If it's not that, maybe it's the fact of gaining the weight. Because if you look at the side effects of these fertility pills, it is weight gain. So maybe he was having a hard time, you know, bulking up and coming up in the weight. Maybe that's what these pills was used for. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. I like your first theory. Your second one, I'm like, mm. <laughs> they say with the weight gain, you know, he got to go up in weight. So, hey, I'll say maybe throw that out there, you know. Um, so yeah, maybe those are the possibilities. Maybe you know the one he's trying to use is the, the way of the, the the gain the weight, or two, you know, what I'm saying, well, the one I was really leaning towards is maybe he was really just trying to have a, a child with his lady, you know. And probably needed that. But um, listen, this is his uh, first time this ever happened. They still under the uh, investigating it. I'm sure things are going to come out later. They got to do a, a test, the A, B, C, D test part. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's what they got to do. Uh, so we're going to wait to see what happens. But I'm sure I'm sure that this, this, this young man, uh, give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, it's never happened before. Um, I'm not going to jump out on the window on him yet. Um, I'm just willing until I get more information. But to me, it just on the outside looking in, the love doctor thinks he was just trying to bring more love into the world. You know? If something came up bad. That's my take on it. I, 
Spirit G. Before I even talk about uh, Connor Ben, I just like to highlight some things about my man Eddie in the videos. Did he really say he wanted to ban Canelo yes. for drug use? Yeah. Who? Not he didn't. He didn't. That's the old Eddie. <laughs> that's, that's old Eddie. That's what he said. Oh man, said I'm just saying, Canelo. Man. Yo, Eddie, man, he has old Eddie ain't today's Eddie. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we got, we got Old Testament, New Testament. <laughs> all right, we got Billy and White. Uh, we got, we got my man Billy Joe. Billy Saunders. Joe Saunders. Who else we got? We got now Connor Ben. And it's been rumored about my man AJ. I just had to throw it out there. Rumors, though. You know what I mean? So I'm like, this dude, you got the nerve to even talk about Canelo's drug use, fam. That's kind of crazy to me. That's And then the fact that you flip-flop, like, once he went from Golden Boy to you, you just flip-flop your whole tune. Now you're talking about, yo, I've been on the Canelo bandwagon. Really? So I don't know, man. That's just funny, man. That just tells me you can't trust nobody in this sport. Yo, Eddie, you've been associated with too many fighters doing some some despicable things. You might be the plug. Hmm. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. But anyways, now back to my man, Connor Ben. Now, I got to remove my conspiracy hat, and I got to put on my Dr. GMD hat on. I agree with my fellow Dr. Trill. My man was raw dogging, you know what I'm saying? And all the juices from his, his woman's um, pills, you know what I mean? Got up in him. So then when he took the piss test, he failed it. Bum. So they climbed all the way up his urethra. Probably. Probably. So you realize, just, you're, one, you're not saying much about his manhood, for starters, but you're saying that it climbed all the way up his urethra. All right, go ahead. Man, listen. Man, listen. He was, yo, man, he was he was putting in work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you put in work, you know what I mean? Like residual effects, you know? I don't know, man. You know, just, hey, I, cause to, I'm going to be honest. When I first heard it, I was like, damn, Connor, man, say it ain't so. But when you find out it's about, you know, he there's, they found a female fertility drug in there. I'm like, could it be, all jokes aside, could it be possible that if his woman is on uh, fertility drugs and he has sex with her, you know what I mean, that maybe, you know, the juices is just overflowing, you know what I mean, and, 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 and not in his system? I'm just saying, Yo, think about The music opinions of... I'm just saying, with all due respect, you know what I mean? Once he got that good, good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, yo, this segment can't be serious, yo. Yo, come on. There's no possibility in it. Yo, so you're blaming the WAP for this. Yo. <laughs> Yo, yo, yeah. <laughs> yo, 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 I don't know. See, I am not going to sit here and let women be blamed. I'm not blaming women. get blamed. I am not going to be here. All I'm saying is, it's not like he's he's like 
you know, Big Baby Miller or Pascal. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is his first offense. And out of all drugs he could take, why would it be a female fertility drug? So to me, it kind of makes sense that, yo, maybe his, this is the drugs that his wife's taking. And while he's taking care of business, situations happen, man. You know what I mean? So I'm willing to give my man Connor Ben this pass because it's so extreme and outrageous that I'm like, I, I, I don't think if a, if a guy wanted to risk it all, I'm pretty sure he's not risking it with female fertility drugs, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure he'll use some HGA to something. And he don't even have the weight cut. This dude has to kind of, you know, he's moving up to fight. So, you know, he needs to do something that's going to build muscle. That's what I'm assuming if he wants to cheat. So, yeah, man, I'm giving him this pass. It's this sounds like one of those like mysteries that like kind of like the Dillian White B sample. We don't know what happened to that. I think with the B sample in this one, it might clear them. They might be like, you know what? The the the, the traces are so small, you know that we we can't definitively claim that he intentionally tried to take a substance to cheat to beat uh you know Chris Eubank. I honestly think. My man, he just doesn't wear rubbers and it's <laughs> But with all due respect, hey, man, children are a beautiful thing, man. I got kids, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not hating on Connor Ben for, for trying to build a legacy. But please don't do it on a buildup of a fight. You know what I mean? Like, and, and now that he knows, no one is half the battle. All right, TV. Uh... <clears throat> Yo, we got a whole section. That whole G section was rated R. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go to G. <laughs> or the trail round. That whole G section. Yo, Trill, you felt me on this. You said the same thing. You know yo, what yo, 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 Trill. That's the G string section. Yeah. <laughs> G string. <laughs> yo, your name G string on this one, G. Oh, oh. oh y'all are stupid. <laughs> um, for me, I was reading up on the, the, the fertility drug he got that was caught in the system. It's called clomiphene. Uh, yeah, something, like yeah, something like that. And um, for what I see, when men take it, it just gives them a boost in testosterone to help their fertility and sperm count. So for me, I don't know how se the severity of the taking he probably got the crooked finger. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Maybe, man. No, he got the, you know what I mean? <laughs> he, got the neck he got the neck questions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. I don't know what's going on with Connor Ben, but I know he says he's a and everything. Oh, they should have advised them. They should have seen this. They should have been aware of this going on. And I'm just saying, Conan Ben, if you got fertility issues, you got that. You got the special ed. You know, you got, you, you, there's another way. What? Yo, bro, y'all, the views and opinions of Mad the TVE do not reflect the as a whole. And all the other faces you see on the screen. I didn't even do the research, Ned. I feel you, son. We if you got the ED, you get what I'm saying? 
<laughs> if you if you limp in that department, man, I don't know. Word up, but, word up, yo, man. Honor, right now it's looking like I, I'm not gonna. If if this pops up again, then you you might be tarnishing your legacy and your father's legacy because this legacy fight, you 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 basically took an L in my in my book. What's going on, G? No, but hold on though. Didn't Big Farmer Miller? Wasn't he also on them type of drugs for the limp? You know what I mean? Gas station pills, yeah. Gas station bodega. I'm just saying. He was on on multiple other ones, too. Yeah, I hear y'all, but I'm just saying, could this be a cover-up to do the drugs? You doing the drugs all your life, then that one fight you got to gain weight, you noticing your thing goes from meow to meow, you know what I'm saying? And then he's like, all right, let me start taking this female stuff to cover up all this other stuff. So just in case I get caught, I could be like, nah, I wasn't on no drugs. I'm just trying to have a son. Hey. I mean, listen. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you just said you can't condemn him from trying to bring a blessing into the world. You yeah, know what I'm saying? This is his but first some event. people have these issues. That's why I said I'm not going to hold him. He probably had a low, uh, a low to spurt. Strong. You know, yeah. that's something that we don't have to deal with. I don't have to deal with. I could just, Look at a girl. Well, I can just sneeze on a shorty. I can just sneeze on a shorty. Out, so I gotta relax. You know what I'm saying? So, but if you, if in fact you've been taking, you know, roids and all of that good stuff, and your thing stops working, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? You be the stress of the job, G. <laughs> you be the all I know, all I know is, it's his first offense. I'm willing to give him the pass. Because there's so many questions around this topic. If it was clear, cut, and dry, nah, he cheating to, to, to advance, then that's not right. But if, in fact, it has something to do with his sex life, who am I to judge? I'm just saying. Go ahead, man. Eddie Hearn stressing him out over Speaking here. On that. <laughs> I also read, like, what was it? NFL players have been suspended for um, taking this substance. And it matters on the doses. What levels was he overdosing on this substance? Because you know he could get an advantage, or we don't know um Ben's motive. But it's the first offense. I still it's questionable. It makes me look at him funny that they you 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 know if you know you're taking this and you know it's in your system and you know you try to you try to hide it. But I don't know. I, I'm not. That we watching you now, Ben. Next 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 fight, we're gonna see what goes on. When the Femi's in the system. <laughs> when the Femi's in the system. <laughs> Ain't no killer will the country really get soon. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yo, G, you been Y'all are bad influences, cuz. I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but on a serious tip, I'm a real person. person. Oh, go ahead, Katie. You know I mean? On a serious tip, I'm gonna reel this back in. <sighs> if you watch this show, you know I advocate for second chances. I don't believe that everyone's perfect, and in fact, Dillian White popped positive for something that he said was in Jack 3D. Tyson Fury popped positive, said it was wild boar meat. Um, we had. Several people, Billy Joe Saunders said it was the nasal spray, Canelo Alvarez, Clint Buterol in, in meat, um, the taco, whatever, the beef in Mexico in general. Um, 
so, you know the beach bad in Mexico. So this happens, right? So my thing is, I don't want to like crucify fighters, but at the same time, I do think there's a difference between forgiveness and accountability, right? So, so many times people want to go to forgiveness and like certain types of people are more willing to forgive than others. Like, oh, um, so, you know, for example, if you're someone like me, I had to be disciplined my whole life. Like some people can come and say whatever on the screen and get a pass for it. I can't because when I say it, it sounds like bragging or when I say it, it sounds like arrogance. Right. Like if I say I never drank my whole life, so I never had to quit using alcohol. Right. That sounds like I'm bragging to as opposed to someone who, who quit. Or if I say, like, I've been disciplined my whole life, so I never had like issues where I had to lose weight. It sounds like I'm bragging. Right. Nobody gives you credit for that when you're disciplined throughout, when you're disciplined throughout. People only want to, you know what I mean? So so it's like take it easy on the people who mess up. But as someone who's been disciplined his whole life, when does accountability kick in? Right. Accountability should always kick in. You, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with forgiveness. I'm not saying don't help Conor Ben get back on his feet. But what I'm saying is he should be held accountable. So let's look at all the things that were said, for example. Right. If he was trying to have a kid or if his intentions were to reproduce, why didn't he report that from the beginning? You can report this stuff from the beginning. From the beginning, he can report that I am currently taking fertility drugs because I am trying to conceive with my wife. So if you test me, I'm going to test positive for this. There was also the saying that this drug doesn't give you any advantage. So if this drug doesn't give you any advantage and you're taking this drug purely for the purposes of reproducing, why wouldn't you reveal that you were using this drug from the beginning? I'll tell you why. This drug is on the ban list. Fact. This drug is on the VADA ban list as well as the UCAD ban list because they know that you do, in fact, gain an advantage from using this drug. It boosts your testosterone levels. There have been NFL players in America who have been suspended for using this drug. Robert Mathis is an example. And, 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 and there have been a few wide receivers who've been suspended for using this example, as for an example. So you have a D lineman who was suspended for using this. You have wide receivers who were suspended for using this, right? If you were an NFL player who did it the right way your whole career, who never cheated, and then these guys pop positive. You're, you're supposed to say, well, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Or, or, or No, you feel like disgusted. You feel like, bro, I've been doing it the right way. These dudes been cheating. You understand? It's on the banned substance list for a reason. He didn't report that he was using it from the beginning for a reason because you can't use it. You can't use it because it gives you a performance enhancement advantage. That's why it's a PED. That's why it's on the ban list. It boosts your testosterone levels. In gyms across America, there are people trying to find ways to boost their testosterone levels. That's what they do. They take antibiotic steroids. They take testosterone replacement therapy. They take hormone replacement therapy. They take HGH. And they take this female fertility drug. It's actually, it's actually known that if you want to boost your testosterone levels to the max, you go see your doctor and you ask them to test your testosterone levels. If it's even a smidge below, you can say, well, I'm trying to reproduce. Can you give me something to boost it to the maximum allowable level? And then they give you that 
same drug that they gave to Connor Ben. So it's a performance enhancement drug. No matter how you try to slice the pie, it's a PED. E no, 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 Trill. That was too strong. You gotta, you gotta. Yo, bro, you cook it. You cook it. I'm gonna let you cook. But when you said it's a performance enhancement drug, all I can do is take you. <laughs> yeah, so with that being said, right, I don't think that you should crucify Connor Bing. Freaking big baby Miller pop positive for like a cocktail of drugs, right? Um, Pascal. Yeah. Now there's a difference, right? You say Canelo Alvarez, for example, he's in a country where it's well known that they put clenbuterol in beef. He, Canelo Alvarez isn't the only one who tested positive for this, right? Several other people have tested positive around numerous sports. In fact, they even changed, they even changed the levels that would uh that would alert a positive test in these testing because they understand that in Mexico this is an issue, right? Um, if you're someone like Oscar Valdez, for example, who took something that may have been in a tea, right? In some tea does have it. He's saying it came from the tea, but it's something you can consume. This drug is something different, though. This drug is something that you have to ingest. So G talking about it coming from like the juices. Uh, I don't know. Like, you know, it was worth a shot. It was worth a shot you, know? <laughs> Yo, you, you talked about it like it's an STD. <laughs> so, she gave him for female fertility, bro. <laughs> she gave him female fertility. Nah, what I'm saying is to not hold him accountable is disrespectful to the people who had the discipline to do it the right way. So I understand slipping up. People are always going to slip up. Nobody's perfect. You know, have, people have slip ups in life. But if I did it the right way, like my whole life, if, if I did the right way building muscle and doing it and this guy cheated, doesn't mean that I won't forgive this guy, but he has to be held accountable. And accountability is key for change. So I brought this up, right? Because it's been something that's, that's impacted my life, like tremendously. I've had family members who had alcohol addiction, right? And I had some of them who were able to beat it and some of them who weren't. But the, but the first thing that allows you to beat it is accountability. The first thing that allows you to beat it is to recognize it and say, like, yo, I have a, an issue that I need to address. And then have the discipline, the courage, and the support to beat it, right? Now, if you're someone like, say, Connor Ben, who's really cheating, I mean, I don't know if he's cheating, but my point is if he's really cheating, he needs to be held accountable. And he needs to look at himself and say, yo, I cheated. If he doesn't want to come out to the public and say it, he at least needs to look in the mirror and be like, yo, I cheated. And he needs to address those issues. Otherwise, he's going to be like Big Baby Miller, popping positive all the time. But the one thing I, the one thing I can't do is like just forgive what, without accountability. Like, I think accountability is important for the growth of said individual, said fighter, said whatever in life. So like 
you can't just be like, oh, someone makes a mistake and it's like, oh, I'm going to forgive them. I'm going to forgive them. Nah, you got to hold that person accountable and then they have to earn forgiveness. Like, that's the way that I see it. When it comes to Conor Ben, he's not the first. He's not the last. This is his first test. This is his first positive test. Um, he's in a sport where you can take lives. Patrick Day, dead. Um, Irish Mikey Perez fought this guy. I can't remember his name. It was a very uh, difficult name to pronounce. But he beat him into the hospital. We can't say we care about the safety of the fighters. We care about the safety of the sport. And then they got this guy. You got Eddie Hearn. You got his team trying to get Chris Eubank Jr. in the ring to fight a man who has taken a substance that boosts testosterone levels. And they even mention it when they say, oh, yeah, we had our people look at it. It boosts testosterone levels, but whatever. Chris Eubank Jr. want to fight because he want to make money. Because he wants to make money. But if he gets in that ring and then Conor Ben does some serious damage to him, and he and he he he, he ser- seriously injures him, life altering in- injuries, or he kills him in the ring. Then how are we all gonna look? That's what the board of British Boxing Controls is looking at. They're like, yo, we can't send him in this ring to do that. So like, you know, I get it. It's like, you know, there's all these possibilities. But at the end of the day, what I know is that's a banned substance. If he was taking it for reproduction purposes, he should have reported it from the beginning. If he would have reported it from the beginning, he could have looked for a medical exception to take it. And then that could have been agreed upon from the beginning. Instead, it was caught. And they knew two weeks ago. They said they knew two weeks ago that his sample test positive. Why didn't they test the B? If Eddie Hearn is so sure that his B sample is going to come back clean, why didn't he push hard enough for them to test the B? He sat, they sat on it for the sweets. You know this fight's in jeopardy. You believe Conor Ben's really clean. I want the B sample tested immediately. No, he's looking at, for injunctions. He's looking to try to take the board of British boxing uh, control to court. He's not looking to rest Varda to test that B sample. Though. And all the B sample is is when you go and you give a sample, they give you, you, you give them two samples that same day. They test one, they get the result, the other sample's the B. They can pull that out at any time and test it. Why isn't Eddie Hearn pushing for that B sample to be tested? Yeah, and then the B sample goes to another facility to get tested. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Why are they not pushing for that? Because they just want the, the excuse of, we don't know yet, the B sample, blah, blah, blah. Test that B sample ASAP. The fight could have went on. Connor Ben just texted me. He said he was embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> About his low sperm count. That's why he <laughs> <don't> nobody. <laughs> I mean, yo, that might work though. That might that could be the excuse to prevent him from like a six month suspension or something. It like, could yo, be, and it, all, all those all those things could be true. But this dude has kids already, so you know what I mean. Like, to, yeah, yeah, he got two kids. Yeah, he just had one. Yeah, he just, he just had one. Yeah. My whole statement doesn't yeah. even matter. <laughs> so so, so, so it's like, you know, I, I I I I hear you guys and I know what you guys are doing. You guys want to give him like the ultimate benefit of the doubt. But like like I said, I'm 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 okay with this dude like not being banned, letting this run through a system. Like it's not it's not big baby Miller. It's not like and in fact, my big baby. 
But you got other fighters now coming out. I think it's like Chris Van Heaton or something like that, saying he believes that Conor Ben was using when he beat him. So now you got other fighters coming out the woodwork, kind of how um what Antonio Margarito and the loaded raps with Shane Mosley. You got other fighters coming out the woodwork now, like, yo, we think this dude was cheating. They did a comparison of his body from his last fight to this yeah. fight, and that dude looked like he put on solid muscle. And you know about you know about putting on weight. You know about putting on weight that you know the yoker you get, the whoop, it becomes <laughs> <laughs> big farmer Miller. Y'all brought it up. Taking the bodega pills, right? Why? So why would he if even if it was hmm, why would he need why would he need the drug? Yo, see, at the end of the day, right? I think you know what? I'm a flip-flop. You know what? I have to agree with Caden, man. Principal decision. I honestly thought there could have been a window where maybe something happened where we won't know. But if it's like one of those drugs where it's like, nah, we know what these athletes are doing. Yeah. Then it's like, nah, shame on him. He got to get suspended because he was yeah, No, no, no. Him. I'm not going to flip flop, right? Because I'm still the love doctor. I was just saying, <laughs> you know, now I wasn't privy to the type of medicine that he took. I just look at what fertility pills do. And if that was in case, he was definitely trying to, you know. But if he was, I don't think that he should be banned. This is the first time, you know. I don't believe just like I do think a six month suspension. Look, because magnitude of this fight, true, you got there's a lot of factors. We violated this dude, Chris Eubank, for the longest on this show. But Chris Eubank is the one that's starving himself to make weight for this fight. Mm-hmm. So he's coming at a deficit. And not to mention, look at all the other fighters on that undercard that probably had to lose weight to do all kind of stuff. Some fighters they might have shipped in from other countries. You know what I mean? People who are flying from different countries, from the U.S., from, from the motherland, probably some people from Asia or Eastern Europe, all going to the U.K. to see this show. And everyone now can't go because my man's intentionally taking some fertility drugs. You got to get suspended. There has to be some form of punishment. You know what I mean? This is still trying trying to have a fight. It's outrageous, bro. I'm talking about for everybody. Just how they did. I'm thinking the treatment for everybody. When they, everybody, when they get their first chance, they get the benefit of the doubt. You know, when this happens to everybody, we all give them the benefit of the doubt. If it happens again, you know what we do. We go in. You know what I'm saying? I have been one of the ones who's been passionate on this channel and go in on the cheaters. But I also believe that every in second chances, I wouldn't be here without a second chance. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't be standing here with you fine gentlemen if it wasn't for a second chance. So I believe in second chances. So if in case this does happen again, then yeah, we can go in on them. But seeing that this is the first time this happened, I'm willing. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, and hopefully, the next time he comes around, he will be clean. You know, Kana said something on this show a lot of times. It was a uh, 
be uh good. Be good and be good at it. We'll be good at it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that was gonna be uh, my man Caden's closing today, but you kind of messed it up. No, 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 no. Go ahead, you good? Go ahead, cook, brother, cook, cook, cook. Go ahead, cook. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm oh, the man has a soft corner bent interception. You know wait, wait, wait. Let, let, let Trill finish real quick. Yeah, and then, and then the no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I was just saying that. No, I do. I do agree. After getting all the information from you, brother, I do agree that something um, he does have to take accountability. If this is the issue where he has been doing like with myself, you know, the first thing I had to do was um, stop playing victim and take the accountability for the things that I have done. And that's what, what helped me get better and drive and become a stronger individual. So I totally agree with that part. And I think that if this is a situation that kind of been does. But as far as this crime is concerned, just like other cases in, in the world, usually if a kid does something, you know, his first offense, he usually gets a slap on the wrist. You know what I'm saying? If it's not too serious. If it's not too serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's not too much. You don't want to ruin someone's life. Yeah, they stopped it. Yeah, they don't want to ruin. And they stopped the fight from happening before it even happened. So kudos to them. And they postponed it. Um, so... I do want to shout out, like you said, G, I do want to shout out Chris Eubank. That was one thing that I did want to say before we ended this, because he did make the sacrifice to lose weight in the cut down, even though he was having what you were saying, uh, uh, Katie. He did seem like he was putting in a built-in excuse with the only 60% thing. You know what I'm saying? Going up against a drug cheat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's 40%. No, <laughs> he said sixty-one percent because he ate a piece of cake, though. But why you got sixty-one percent? He was a troll. So now, you know, um, this just we're just gonna monitor this, and, and hopefully, this never happens again. Hopefully, this never happens again. I'm sorry, TB. Yeah, TB. Nah, you good, you good, man. I just want to say to the, the to our audience, we do show grace to some fighters when they pop positive for the first time. Like when the news broke with Big Baby, we did show him a little grace. We didn't say it on air, but we said it amongst That's ourselves, amazing. like in our group chats. Hope it's not that serious. Hope it's not too severe. Then it was one. It was more than. And then the next week, more than one, more than five, six, seven substances. <laughs> but we said about Canelo. Hopefully, hopefully it's nothing too serious. Come and find out it was the chicken. We said about Fury. Hope it's not too yeah. serious. It's the boar meat. Uh, we said about Dillian. And it was the, they they couldn't get the sample. Back 3D. Yeah. <laughs> but we but, have someone who took Jack 3D on this panel who co-signed yeah. like that Jack. Oh, son. Jack, son. Yo, your thing go like this to woo, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you I was at the gym. Yo, 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 I was like, oh my god, yo, man, this I don't want to think about Jack D. Thank God they being that. Yo, my god. <laughs> Bro, ain't, yo, man, oh, don't man. take Jack, yo. Jack should only be for women, son. That's crazy. Oh, man. Yo, go ahead. Uh, now, I'm just saying, we 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 don't we don't we don't come out the gate with the actions to take these fighters' heads off. We try to like be reasonable with them, and then they keep messing up. So that's all I have to say. You could you, you guys can close it out, finish saying what you got to say. But G, yeah, I'm, I want to say this. I forgive Connor Ben already. 
Um, and you can't, for example, you can't say he did it in his past fights because he took testing. And if he was signed to Vada then, then he passed all his tests. So you can't just go back and then say, oh, like retroactively, he was using it in all his fights. He only tests positive for this fight. And like Tro pointed out, the fight didn't even happen. So he didn't step in the ring and it didn't happen. If he rids his system of this and they and they start it all over again, start a new camp, postpone the fight, I'm okay with him getting the fight. The one thing I want to highlight, because I feel like there's like a, a, a difference between like accountability and forgiveness is I forgive Conor Ben and I believe in second chances. I'm I'm all about it. Like nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes in some avenue avenues of life. Like I made mistakes in different avenues of life where I where I got where I received forgiveness. But it starts with me like being accountable. And like in certain areas of life where you make a mistake or like you're looking for forgiveness, there are people who who are impacted by it, what what you did, and so you got to accept it. And you and, and and it's it's actually learning from it that allows you to move on and that makes you a better person when you realize how you impacted everyone else. Right. So even if you, you say Connor Ben, you believe him, look at the people on the undercard who spent their money, training camp, hotel, everything. Their livelihood depends on boxing. They're not getting a check for that. Even even you don't feel something for that. So like there's a lot of reasons. But I think like there's accountability and forgiveness. I think that's why he has to get punished. There has to be a punishment. I can forgive you. You still got to take an L somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. That has he to should, be a punishment. He should. He should. I, I think his his punishment should be they should postpone the fight. He should take a smaller purse and give that percentage of his purse to those fighters on the undercard I, I, I agree with that. I can rock who with that. lost the money because like. You ever see like when Ray Rice, what he did to his fiance now wife, he deserved to be punished. Accountability. Here's, here's a great example of accountability and forgiveness. I think he needed accountability. So he needed to be punished. He hit his, his fiance now wife. He needs some accountability. But at some point, I think he should have been allowed to go back into the league and play so he can provide for his family. You can't say you're holding him accountable for his wife when they're still together and you punishing him is hurting his and her bottom line. She needs his income for he and their child to live. And you're still saying, no, we're not letting him in the league because of what he did to his wife. They're still together. You're the one doing it to his wife now. You're the one not allowing his wife and his family to gain money because you're still claiming that you held him accountable. When you suspended him for a year, you held him accountable. Mm. Now the forgiveness. Now let this man have a second chance at being better. And Ray Rice went on to become an advocate against domestic violence. And it's been years and we haven't heard anything of any sort of Ray Rice repeating this. See, he should he should have been forgiven. He should have been given a second chance after he was held accountable. You see what I'm saying? So it's not that like I'm against second chances. I'm all for second chances. But I believe accountability needs to be placed in there. And I think for Conor Ben, his accountability needs to be one. If he's claiming he he didn't know first positive test. Cool. But your actions impacted so many people. 
You should be held accountable for that. And then after that, I say make the fight again. How about this? Question. No, no, hold on. Before you end it, um, Trill. If, in fact, Chris Eubank Jr. was also, like, found, like, to test positive for a banned substance, would they? Do you think we should have sort of had the fight? Like we should have just said, "Hey, yo, just both." Well, everybody else answer that. Bring it out. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, personally, yeah, I know. Nah, they both and they, they both happen. had some in them. Get yeah, it on. <laughs> dirty and dirty. <laughs> it's gonna get dirty and dirty, baby. Dirty and dirty. <laughs> Who's the dirtiest? <laughs> Holding the mud. Yo, I've said this before. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you, Trill, but be good or be good at it. How many people are just so good at it or too big to fail mm-hmm. that they just get away with? You know, I, this was almost one of those situations. They said they had these results for two weeks, mm-hmm. and the only reason it came out is because someone leaked it. Probably what if someone didn't leak it? Senior, probably you make senior leaked it, <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. What if it, it never got leaked and that fight would have continued? What Somebody didn't get paid. Somebody exactly. Get paid. How many times has this happened in boxing? Mm-hmm. Where someone popped positive, they swept it under the rug. Cause And you got to look at it like this. Here's what I give Eubank Jr. credit for. They said Eubank Jr. knew this about two weeks ago. He's sitting on Hello Britain mm-hmm. and Conor Ben's talking all this mess. And he's just like, I'm going to be 60%. And he got like this smug look on his face, and Conor Ben is Conor Ben is being seen as like the good guy, even by me. I want Conor Ben to knock his block off. Yeah, and if exactly. Conor Ben would have knocked his block off, I would have been jumping up in my house like he did it, he did it, and he was juiced up. You know what I mean? So it's 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 one of those things where I give Eubank so much credit for he showed way more class than I knew he was showing at the time, and I respect that. But if they were both wanted to get it on, yeah. If they both were cheating, though, I think it should be up to the fighters. I'm telling you, if I was Eubank, I would have been like, "Hold on, he on what? I'm going to the local bodega pub down there and grabbing me whatever's on the rack." You know what I'm saying? Let's even this out. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? He's on Marquez. The next topic we're going to discuss on Boxing Bros are comments made by Eddie Hearn. And in the comments, he said that he never sent Deontay Wilder a contract. Now, we're talking about this because if you've been following boxing channels for a long time, there was the big Wilder versus AJ beef. And people were pulling up articles and doing research and coming to the table and doing these arguments. And some people like, well, we recall him saying he sent Wilder a contract. Then recently he said he did it. Uh, we're gonna play the video and we'll discuss it uh, after. Let's take a look. All right, so I'm gonna show the person who put this video together some love. This is Glass Chin. You can follow Glass Chin. Glass Chin uh, puts up videos on boxing. All right, let's take a look. Do you see any similarities between this situation regarding the contract and? The one that you sent the on say Wilder from the Anthony Joshua fight in terms of you. Mm, we'd never sent a contract to Deontay Wilder. Okay. <laughs> Deontay Wilder made us an offer of which we said, okay, send us the contract. They never sent the contract. By the way, uh, 
I said to him, so this is when he accepted the offer, this was on like a Monday. I said to him, I need to speak to a few venues. I'll be back to you with a contract on Friday. On the Friday, I sent him an email and I said, I haven't quite finished the contract. I'll have it with you in the next couple of days or 48 hours. By Monday morning, he had that contract. Okay. Five days later, or six days, I think the email come through Monday morning in the early hours. Another thing that he does, but I'll come on to that later. They sent me an email saying, oh, by the way, in the middle of that, they said, I know you're working on the date, time, but can you confirm it's Anthony Joshua's next fight? I went back and said, yes, that's confirmed. All right, so they know it's his next fight, and they know I'm working for October. So that, that date... Oh. <clears throat> You heard him say that he didn't send Deontay Wilder a contract when they were asking him about is the Tyson Fury situation similar to when he sent Deontay Wilder a contract. And he said, I didn't send him a contract. Then you see the old video where he said he sent uh, Wilder a contract and he had the contract. Now, this is kind of making its way around because... As you remember, this was huge back in the day. And a lot of people were relying on information that was coming out. And now there's new information that he says he never sent Deontay Wilder a contract. Conspiracy G, man, what's your reaction to that? My reaction is Caden, Trill, and Ned owes Deontay Wilder an apology because y'all call this man a ducker talking about he was offered 150 million and it was never offered you know what i'm saying whoa that's not so, true huh that's what? not true gee i don't want to jump in right now but go because go, go ahead dog hmm lou debella himself said he took deontay wilder to meet with the executives from the zone and they offered him 120 million Luda Bella said this. Deontay Wilder confirmed he had the meeting, and then he fired Luda Bella immediately. <laughs> so, I'm not. I'll, I, I'll say this. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that you can go off what you're saying. Eddie Hearn never offered Deontay Wilder a contract, and we know that now. But he mm. did meet with the zone, and they did offer him. But an offer is not a contract. So go, so go on ahead. I appreciate it. Thank you for the clarity. But the hell with all of that. <laughs> I, I'm demanding an apology from my brothers because for too long I was violating my man Deontay Wilder on this show, and I ain't ha yo. I just had to hold my tongue because I'm like, man, they might, they might know that something that I don't know. I don't know. This looks sunny. This looks uh, funny. It look real suspect. My man Wilder. I'm like, yo, come on, son. Come on, champ. This don't look good. You know, I had to hold it down for Wilder, but it was tough. I'm getting violated on the show, in the comment section, all of that. G, don't yeah, turn yourself into a victim. Hold on. Do not try to turn yourself into a victim. G, you were texting yeah. everybody at like 4 a.m. in the morning. Read this. We were like, yo, all right, yo, the whole paragraph says, don't read the paragraph. Read, read the, the sentence. <laughs> read the sentence. Like, yo, what would you mean? Don't read the whole paragraph. What does the sentence say? See, don't, see, don't come here trying to act like a victim, G. All right, yo, listen. Hey, man. You know what I mean? Hey, listen. I was just riding for my man Wilder. You know what I mean? But this, 
Oh man, this is like two segments in a row, followed by the antics of Eddie Hearn that we dealt with like the last two weeks. Yo, this guy needs to lay off of social media. I think he should do the Al Heyman approach. Disappear and just do everything from the shadows because there's so much footage of him contradicting himself. It's kind of amazing, you know? And and I'm going to be honest with you, right? Like, I think both Wilder and AJ obviously wants this fight, right? But I think both sides are trying to cash out. You know what I mean? So everybody's trying to like, hey, how much money can I make from this fight? You know what I mean? And then both of these, like uh, Eddie Hearn and Shelly, they almost lost it all, bro. Like playing these games, you know? So all I'm saying is, you know, they have an opportunity right now to salvage what they lost, you know, like both AJ and Wilder. All they have to do, Wilder just has to win his Lennox fight. You know, AJ, just stay away from Fury right now and then try to make a contract with Wilder for the following year. And y'all can make some big money, especially like if it's in the UK or somewhere in the Middle East. But it's a huge fight that everybody still wants to see around the world. So, you know, Eddie, don't mess this up a second go around. If a, a contract needs to be sent, send those contracts, you know. And do it in good faith, man. Like, a lot of these guys, they sending contracts, not sending contracts. They're claiming that they sent the contract, knowing that the contract's going to get, you know, uh, denied. You know, wasting time just to duck and all and dodge and delay. Man, the, the boxing fans want to see this fight. Me, personally, I need closure. So I could tell all my brothers on this screen, I told you so. You know, so <laughs> and he do the right thing so Deontay Wilder could take AJ's head off. That's all I'm asking. Blessings. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, man, I'm just gonna comment on on Eddie turn. And I'm gonna break that down in five words. <laughs> you know. Today's Eddie isn't yesterday's Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're seeing. That's what it was saying. I uh lot. Today I'm telling the truth. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It sounds a lot like Bob Arum. All right, go ahead, uh TV. I'm gonna say this. When you're the A-side, you got a lot of keys to the cars. And sometimes you may lose a couple keys to the cars. You get what I'm saying? What? It's like he's looking for his super suit. Where's my super suit? And you know it's it's over. Yeah, at one time I remember. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his, uh? Come on, come on. Who? At, at, what was his name? Come on, son. Who's what's his name? I forgot his name. Come on, son. And he used to put put up the sign. Come on, son. What's his name? Y'all don't remember? He big. He's oh, big. oh, at lover. At lover. He used to say. <laughs> and yeah, you know, it's like yo. What? 
when, when everything, I, I said, I brought up and love for this because one time, uh, Mike Tyson let let um landed Ed Lover um uh Rolls Royce and he had it for like three four months, almost I think he said he said he had it for like forever and then like one day his promoters came and was like yo Ed Lover lend you um Mike Tyson lend you a Rolls Royce yeah it's in my mom's driveway and they came and picked it up like a year or it was a long it was he had it for a long time they came and picked it up and take it back from him so I'm saying when you the A side. You may miss, you may dot, cross, cross, dot your I's and cross your T's one day and forgot you crossed them like three months later. So I'm just saying, Eddie, that you got to have a tumor. You got to be right, bro. That means you didn't do what you're supposed to do, man. I'm just saying, you you could say someone that I, I, I'm a victim of this, too. I, I say something and people are like, yo, you yeah. say you would do this? I, I, I'm a man of my word. I honor it. But it was like when people be like, yo, you do this? I be like, you right. I did say that. my word, but I forget. I honor it. I remember. I go back in my roller decks in my mind. I'm like, I did say that. I'm going to honor it. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't appreciate liars, thieves, you know, things like that. People will scandalous. If I say something out my mouth and I say I was going to do it, I got to honor <laughs> it. But, Eddie, you're doing too much. You got to really lock it in. You gotta really like realize you you if you as a promoter, you can't be Diddy dancing all in everybody's videos. You gotta be more like Shug. You feel me? Uh, that that was a good. You see me? You gotta be more like Shug. You you gotta handle your business. You gotta be more cutthroat. You gotta be more like no no yes or hang people out the window. But you you get what I'm saying? Nah. But Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. What is you doing right now? You trying to be you trying to be too friendly instead of being like a serious promoter. Like that's why Al Heyman is more like he's respected because he he handles his business and he gets business done. You you heard him. You heard what the TV said, Eddie. Hang AJ out the window. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I ain't saying that. I don't think Eddie get that there. If Eddie get that there, rumors report. AJ's hanging off the um um what's it the big uh, the, the, the 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 tower in London. Talks <laughs> to Eddie, he got it done. But I don't think Eddie can get that done. I don't know what team he can put together to get that man hanging out the window. But I'm just saying, Eddie, you a little too friendly. Sometimes you gotta take your business a little more seriously and no don't entertain this. If you're a businessman, you gotta be serious about your business. You gotta be serious about these contracts. You can't just say I'm gonna send a contract one day. You never send a contract. Like people ain't gonna take you serious. Right now we got we got multiple videos of you looking really foolish. And you gotta clean it up. You gotta clean up your act. Yo, my you know, son. It's not, it's not over be, Eddie yet. Oh, yeah, Eddie, you, you must clean up your act. You, you, you good promoter. promoter. You know what I'm saying? With all due promoter. respect. With all due respect. I know, yo, you must be autistic. You ain't telling me, huh? You ain't tell no, daddy. No, no. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to follow you, bro. I'm like, yo, your mind, the mind is, yo, your mind is yo, everywhere. Anyway, I know, I know. I went everywhere. I went everywhere. But I'm trying to follow you. Like, I'm like, what? Yo, yo we dropping keys. To get in keys, y'all feel me? I'm like, nah. Uh, <laughs> nah, nah. Yo, you yeah, see the video of oh, that girl rapping? It was like, if a B, if a I, if a B, if a O. The white girl, you know who I'm talking about? Nah, I'm 
Right now, Eddie's looking like he has no structure. And look, the footage we speak, I've seen, I, I, I'd I, be like, yo, Eddie's You can get the floor back. I just want to just, just share something with the peoples. All right? Yo, this is that dropping bars, dog. Hold on. Yo, listen, yo. Yo, this is that dropping bars. Rip Barbie. These are next segments, yo, on Boxer Bros. I'm just saying this. I understand. Yo, you know he took Tyson's car. You gotta go Like ten seconds is the only thing I understood about everything you just said. But God bless. <laughs> what Ned the, t- the TBE was trying to say. <laughs> this <laughs> dude, yo, he does it. Yo, Ned's one of them dudes that do all them long shortcuts. You know what I mean? Like take. You know what I mean, usually a drive that take five minutes, take fifteen with Ned. You know, like <laughs> oh, God. I was really trying to understand, like the Ed Lover. Like I'm like, what? What? Yo, no, this is a true story. Mike Tyson landed Ed Lovett uh, like a But what that got to do? He has so much going on. one day, and then he messes up the next day. Like, yo, it's like, like I said, I applied it to myself. I'd be like. I said a promise or I said I would do something and somebody reminded me, like, yo, you said you were going to do this. I was like, oh, I did no, say I did. Clarity. What's for clarity? So you're saying Ed Lover, what, is Eddie Hearn? No, I'm saying Mike Tyson <laughs> is Eddie Hearn and he needed no, Mike to Mike Tyson is Eddie back. Hearn. Yeah. His promotion but team. Mike Tyson actually gave him the Yeah, yeah they correct. They were partying one night and was like, yo, you can take it. You, you can have it. You can have it. And then... At, 
at levels like Mike Tyson just gave me a expensive Rolls Royce or a Bentley something. And so no, no, stop, no, stop, 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 stop. So now, how does that compare to the Eddie Hearn sending or not sending a contract to Deontay Yo, Ball? He sent it. He didn't send. I don't know. Yeah, Eddie admitted he sent it. All right, but I'm just saying there's so much going on. We had so much going on there. He fought Andy Ruiz. That's when he, they sent it to Mike. Um, when they sent it to um. Hold on, I feel like he said, if I had three hundred million, well, it's something around three hundred million. What was five hundred thousand? I take the Bentley back to my mom. Throws me the keys to the Bentley. I take the Bentley back to my mom's block in Queens. I park it on the street. I hit it. Boop boop. I start walking in the house. Then I'm thinking, hold on, you can't leave this car outside on the street, bro. You got to put it in the garage, but we ain't had no garage. My pops tore it down, so I pulled it into the backyard. Long story short, week go by. I still got this car. Two weeks go by, I still got the car. Three weeks go by, my boys are gassing me out. You got to move this, man. You got you can't just let it sit there. The motor sees up. I don't know nothing about no Bentley. So I'm driving this shit around the hood like it's my car now. I, I had already <laughs> gone and got my car, but I left the Bentley at my mom's house. Because I, I, where I lived there in Jersey, you couldn't take it over there either at the time. So I'm rolling. I got this Bentley. All of a sudden, my pager go off, 911-911 with a number. See, that's pager days. I call back, go, yo, hey, Ed, this is John Horn. You know, Mike's. I said, like, oh, yeah, John, I know who you are. Yo, by any chance, do you happen to have one of Mike's cars? I go, yeah, I, I got that Bentley. Well, we was out the other night. Yeah, I got that. He said, well, give me an address. I'm going to send somebody to come get it. I didn't think none of it. I knew it wasn't my shit. So they came and got the car. Gone. Fast forward 15 years later, I'm in Vegas at Tau. I see Mike come in. He's standing by the bar. Of course, I got to go holler at him. That's my man. I'm talking to Mike. People come up by, hey, champ, how you doing, man? How you good? How, hey, Ed Lover, what's up, bro? Mike goes, Ed, it's been a good life, right? I'm like, yeah, Mike, it's crazy. He said, people still call me champ. Man, I ain't been in the ring in over 10 years. People still call me champ. Yeah, it's been a long time since you're on TV Rats. People still know you. They know everything. So, man, remember we used to go out to Nels and shit, have a good time and all that. I said, remember that spot we went to in Queens with the Jamaican bitches? I was like, yeah. So remember that night I gave you the Bentley to take to your mom's house? I was like, yeah, I remember that. He said, you know, I gave you that car, right? I said, what? <laughs> he said, no, nah, I gave it to you. you. I wanted you to have that. You was my man, you know, and I knew you couldn't afford a Bentley or nothing like that. So I like having all my friends, you know, be fly. I just not really want you to have that. He said, John and them came and got that. These jealous motherfuckers, right? I was like, yep. I said, you tell John Horn if I see him, nigga, you owe me 400000 <laughs> all right? So, all right, Ned. Yo, Ned, I please explain. <laughs> we know the story, Ned. Like I said, we know, we know the story, Ned. What's like good? I said, I love it. Thought he had the car, uh, uh, was loaned the car, and was like, "Yo, when's Mike gonna get this back?" Mike Tyson gave him the car. Eddie Hearns thought he gave out a contract and forgot he gave out a contract. People forget, man. It happens. You know, we know all human. We all make mistakes. But Mike didn't forget. Mike clearly just said he gave him the car. But yeah, <laughs> up. I love it. It was like, yo, you can have it. say, yo, you can have it. Mike was showing love in a way. Like, yeah, I'll be like, yo, I don't know why I do this to myself. And then there's going to be a whole bunch of people in the combat section. You don't understand, G. What that was trying to say. Well, what I'm trying to say is we all human and we all forget sometimes, man. Like, that's it. Yo, the mind is a miraculous thing. And it may back it may sabotage it sometimes. So, you know, that's all, yeah. Yo, yeah, you know? incredible, son. 
Edibles is out now. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Just saying? I'm just saying. I'm trying to figure out how this went from contract Deontay Wilder, Eddie Hearn to Ed Lover, Mike Tyson, Bentley. <laughs> Listen, I was, I was, at the time, yo, know, that, that was a newer, that was a newer <laughs> interview where he reiterated. Yo, I was like, yo, that's the wrong interview. That sound like Kane when he was getting interrogated by the dude, by the bald head, dark skinned black dude. <laughs> I know you first <laughs> <of you laughs> bought the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know. Uh, that's basically what he knows. He knows he messed up. Right <laughs> hey man, but I'm just saying, Eddie's human, yo. But he's been messing up, and he gotta get like Death Row instead of being like P Diddy dancing everybody, be dancing everybody video, being the backup dance and all of that stuff. That's it. My man Eddie messing up like Ned. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it happens. So we human. <laughs> you know what's funny to me about doing this show, man, is if you look at it, Ned pointed out some good stuff. We gave Eddie Hearn trainer of the year. And G, you pointed this out. Promoter of the year, that's right. Promoter of the year. Um, we gave Eddie, we gave Eddie Hearn promoter of the year. And G, you pointed this out. Me personally, I only speak for myself. I've sided with Eddie Hearn numerous times in our debates. When we were debating Eddie Hearn and well, Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder contracts, I relied on what Eddie Hearn was saying. I came out here spewing the same talking points that I see people in our comment section saying when we talk about Eddie now. I, I was Team Eddie. The difference is I watched interview upon interview of a man contradicting himself. Too many times. And got to say, yo, well, hold on a minute. And not just contradicting yourself. I'm going to tell you what I love about Trill, what I love about G. And Ned is Ned, so I just love Ned. Like, Ned's all too I'm going to tell you what I love about Trill and what I love about G. Yo, there's certain things you can tell me about Trill, and I'll be like, yeah, he did that. But there's certain things you could tell me about Trill, and I just know he wouldn't do it. It's just not in his character. If you come to me and say it, I'd be like, I don't know, bro. I need more evidence than that. Same with G. I know G. I know G and Trill so well. People come to me and tell me they say something. I'd be like, whatever. Like in front of them. When like it, but one time they came to me, um, Stretch and, and Ned and everyone, they told me G said something. I said, I know you said it, G. I know you said it. Just because I know G. It was like, that's a G special right there. Just written all over it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know these guys, they have principles. It's their principles. Like, do you if you if you don't stand on something, I just cannot rock with you. Like, you can't be being Canelo Alvarez and then say you're a Canelo Alvarez fanboy. That doesn't sit well with me. Because you got no principles. Right? It was Ben Canelo when you was repping Billy Joe. Now you're a Canelo fanboy and, and you want to feed Billy Joe to Canelo. If I'm a fighter, I'm watching you. And I'm saying this dude is about his bottom line. He don't give a damn about me. He don't give a damn about me. When Big Baby Miller pops, oh, Vada's the gold standard. Vada testing. What's the point in signing up for testing if you're not going to honor the results? When Connor Ben tests positive, 
yeah, that's Vada, but the British Board of Boston Control doesn't even acknowledge Vada. He passed you, Cass, so we should still be able to fight. Are you really pushing to make that fight happen? No principles. That's why someone like me, who used to be Team Eddie's, like, yo, this dude is slimy, cuz. And for the record, why did we like Eddie? We thought he had more principle than the other guys. We thought he was different than Sleazy Don, Sleazy Bob. We just found out he's the same dude, just a younger version. Facts. So what you saying to us? Like, yo, oh, y'all are hating. Oh, this is destroy Eddie. We ain't destroying nothing. We just calling it out. So once, once you show me who you really are, I believe you. That's all I'm saying. You got to have some principles. Now, if Eddie would have been like, yo, when Connor been pop positive, like, look, you know, it's an unfortunate situation, but I think the right thing to do is to postpone the fight and let Connor clear his name, and then we can reschedule this fight later on. I would have respected it because it would have held true with everything he said before. But that's not what he does. That's what changed. I'll speak only for myself, but my perception of Eddie Hearn. Now, after watching a series of this man contradict himself, he comes out and says, we never sent Deontay Wilder a contract. And I used to argue with G and Complex religiously. Yo, you could pull up the old videos on this. We used to get it in. That's probably like the most contentious we've ever been on this show, having those debates. And I'm relying on what this dude says. And now I look back and I'm like, yo, I don't I don't believe nothing he says. Because I used to think he was a principled man with integrity. But now I see he's a younger version of Don King, a younger version of Bob Arum. He is a promoter like everyone else was a promoter. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what he wants to be. That's what he wants to be. But don't tell me that I'm wrong for because we've called out Bob Arum. We've called out Don King. We've called, when we call out the American Don, y'all are cool. We call out the Amer soon as we people get yo, look, I have no issue with Eddie Hearn. I used to be team Eddie. But watching the Eddie conducts himself, watching him switch. And not stand for nothing showed me he's not the principal dude who I thought trying to change this sport the way I thought. Oh, hold on. You forgot to add one last thing about oh, Eddie. Go ahead. Go ahead. Eddie Dave. was the one to convince all of us to get the zone subscriptions talking about, <laughs> you know, pay-per-view is dead, this, that, and third. And now what they pushing us. Hmm. Paper. -view. Yeah, we got to pay 65 Dollars to see Canelo on top of a $20 a month subscription. None of us is grandfathered in. Oh, give me a trip if you got something to say. Today's Eddie isn't yesterday's Eddie. <laughs> Thank you, can I, can I go off the back of Trump? Today's price is not yesterday's price. You're not a promoter. You got to do anything to salvage your business and your image. And Eddie, you got to move more like Sean. Then you blue did like P Diddy, man, because you was you was you was these boxes friends. <laughs> now you gotta be their enemies. You gotta let them know what the business is. You gotta you let know, them know love facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta let them know. <laughs> sure, the broader back. You know what I'm saying? 
Man, it was like, whoa. He was like, no. Like, no. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie, nah, I bro. with you, but I don't rock with you. Uh, right now, you messing up, and I just make me look at you. Give me. But realistically, me this is what creates a conflict when you when you do things this way. Like that's why Eddie should shouldn't be in front of the camera so much. Exactly. Because as as a promoter who's in front of the camera, he's really showing who he really is. He's all about his bottom line and the money. It's been Canelo until I have Canelo. And now I'm a fanboy. I don't think anyone can beat him. Bro, you want to ban this man over clenbuterol, a substance that the world knew was in Mexican meat. And all y'all were ready to ban Canelo too. I still see y'all try to call Canelo a cheat. As if you don't know that's in meat. Yo, steroids and, and, and substances in meat is nothing new. That's why when you go to Whole Foods, it says no hormones, no whatever, you know, farm-raised chicken. That's why if you want beef, it says grass-fed beef. You know, you know why they writing that? What you say, G? I said the bougie meat. Yeah. Man, you know why they're telling you grass-fed <laughs> beef? They're saying if you eat this, you don't got to worry about these unknown chemicals getting in your body. Mm-hmm. Y'all never ate at a restaurant before, huh? Imagine you out in Mexico. You go to this upscale restaurant by Mexico standards. You go to this upscale restaurant in Mexico. You gotta ask them, yo, yo, where to get this taco meat you know from? What I'm you paying like a hundred dollars for the steak, you cutting it up and eating it, and the whole time you just couldn't be raw, couldn't be raw, couldn't be raw, all up in your system. Yo, on, hold man, on. But can I add? Eddie's not the only one. They're all hypocrites. Lou DeBella recently tried to call out uh, uh, Connor Ben. Yo, the comment section violated Lou DeBella. Like, yo, ain't you the dude that represented Pascal? Like, are you talking? Yo, I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of these dudes in one breath would be like, yo, Ben, that fighter, do this. Don't send this contract. I didn't do this. I didn't do Let it be their fighter. Roles reverse. I'm telling you, all of these guys, it's just a scumbag business, man. It's like... I agree with you, but Lou DeBella isn't in every interview. Like, that may be a contradiction they have, but they don't have a video of Lou (laughs) sitting around here. Yo, just That's one thing that we can agree with with the TVE set. Which one? You don't want to playing P. Diddy all up in the video. (laughs) All up in the camera. That's why I think he should play the background a little bit more because y'all know this in America, bro. I can tell you, I'm trying to tell y'all why Eddie Hearn didn't hit in America. He doesn't have principle. That matters in in America, yo. Like, in the UK, y'all seem to, like, hang on to little... Whenever... when That's what I notice about the UK. Whenever you say something about someone they like, they want to hang on little nuances. Mm -hmm. Like, oh... You said this, but he really said that. So they act like that means your conclusion is wrong. Like a little mix up in details negates your entire conclusion. As if there isn't a whole, more, a lot more evidence to support your conclusion. Yeah, yeah. You could be, ha- you could provide five examples 
Yeah. They'll they'll latch on to example four. Well, mm-hmm. he technically said this and yeah. not that. Like, yeah. bro, Tim, I'm not fine, bro. Example yeah. <laughs> four actually isn't 100 correct the way you said right. it. So now your whole conclusion is wrong, and we're going to ignore the other four pieces of evidence that are 100 correct that support your conclusion. Sure. Right. Like, come on, man. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Yo, it's favorite. One thing I love about being from America is, yo, we don't like. I don't want to say anything, but I'm just I'm just noticing like in the UK, like it seems like y'all they y'all love. yeah they in love whoever they yeah. rap. I'm like, bruh, yeah. if they wrong, I, 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 wrong. I feel like royalty though. I feel like you know what I mean. I feel like yeah, they love people from the UK, but if you're like a rich family, a royal family, wealthy family from the UK, yo, everyone just bows to them, bro. It's just like yo, it's like. You're talking about a god, yo. You can't say nothing about him. In America, it's F you and F everyone. <laughs> F your whole family. Like, yo. In the yo, U.S., yo. we violate our presidents. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we violate the president. We don't care in America. There's no royal. It's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, you say whatever. We Like, yo, in America, they don't care. But it's like, in the U.K., if you say something about this person who's this whatever, like, I'm telling you, once they were like, you know how hard it is to inherit a billion-dollar company? I'm like, y'all are so <laughs> breaking the teeth. Y'all are breaking the teeth when they said that. They said that to me. Yeah, these comments like, are crazy. <laughs> I be sitting there like, yo, dog, y'all be tripping, cuz. For real. And, 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 and all I'm saying is we're not doing anything to Eddie we don't do to all the other promoters. Yo. Eddie Hearn contradicts himself a lot to the point where I am no longer relying on his word like I used to. In the arguments with G, complex about contract negotiations with Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua, I used to just think like, yo, Eddie Hearn's word was bond. Eddie Hearn's word was all I needed. And now I'm seeing that that's not necessarily true. So now I put Eddie in the category with Yesterday I was lying. Today I'm telling the truth. That's Bob Arrow. Eddie Hearn's in that category with him. He's in the category with Bob. He's in the category with Al Heyman. All these dudes, they all do what's in the best interest of their company and their bottom line. I used to think Eddie was more for the fighters, but now I see he's not. Remember we had that segment. We were like, yo, if you could sign with any promoter, who would you sign with? We were all like, yo, we signed with Eddie. But the fact is, I've seen Eddie lose so many fights, make so many bad decisions, do so many things. I'm like, yo, this dude is not who I thought he was. So I got to switch up. We got to change that question now. (laughs) (laughs) We got to do that again. We should do that segment again. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, for real. We got to do that segment again. Because I'm telling you right now, I said I would sign with Eddie if I was a fighter. But that's no longer the case. (laughs) <laughs> After seeing all this stuff, and 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 for those of you who are like, it's funny to me because like, when I say stuff or whatever, they're like, "Oh, you don't want to admit, you don't want to admit you're wrong or whatever." I'm admitting that I was wrong every time I say something about Eddie, because I was Team Eddie. Think about that. Every time I thought Eddie was better, I was Team Eddie. That's why G started this off like, "I want an apology." Because Eddie saying all that negates all the arguments I have with this dude relying on Eddie's information. 
So this is me admitting that I was wrong. So I will say this, G. Blessings. In a situation, Hey, this is much to make. This is much to make. Let me soak this all up. Oh, yo, yo, man. G, you yo, here's your apology, G. <laughs> yo, there, yo, there used to be segments I used to like. I'm like, yo, I don't even know I'm doing this to myself. Like, I'll see the topics. I'm like, yo, if I could just call out sick. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, why do I have to endure this? You know what I mean? Like, I used to be so happy when Carplex would come through with me. I'm like, word, because I know he's going to take all the bullets. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, ah, oh, this ain't looking too good. You know? So it's just refreshing to just know that. And I've said this since day one. It's documented. I used to call Eddie the devil Hearn. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> never trusted Eddie Hearn. And now it's all coming to light. So I'm just, I just like to say blessings, my brother, continue. You now, know? I'm going to close with this. Um bro and then you can take us out i will say this to you g um and to complex too if he's watching the video which he does so to our brother complex um i relied on a lot of information for eddie in the past that i took as gospel just because you know i felt like he was a different type of promoter i felt like he had more integrity i felt like he was more principled than say bob Arum, say Al Heyman and the typical guys we see, but time has shown me that, you know, um, he isn't. And even in fact, he said things in con to contradict himself for things that happened during those water negotiations. So where I once felt like I, I was 100% confident in the things I was saying, I'm not, you know what I mean? And if we had those debates again, they probably would go a lot differently than, doesn't mean that I think AJ's ducking. Doesn't mean that I don't think AJ wanted to fight Wilder. Doesn't mean that they didn't make uh, offers to Deontay Wilder. But when you say, did Eddie Hearn really want to make that fight? Now I'm saying I'm not so sure he 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 did want to make that fight. And he did want to risk his cash. That's a strong interjection. You know what I'm saying? So another thing that we got to reconsider. Remember at the beginning of our debates, it was Wilder sign a three-fight deal for $150 million. But this same dude, Eddie Hearn, offered Tyson Fury $100 million for one fight with AJ. You see what I'm saying? Like, like, to me, Wilder was getting the short end of the stick. And so that's why I was always like, Maybe Wilder wants more bread. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. Come on, man. I don't want to. I Offered Fury a hundred million. He didn't already beat Deontay Wilder and boost his profile. At the time when he offered Deontay Wilder that contract, Deontay Wilder hadn't fought Tyson Fury. I thought we wrapping up. Go now, see how G tried to do the slippery stuff. Go ahead, Trill. You can take us. Now hold on. Ned was about to say something foolish. Go ahead, Ned. I was about to. I was putting that cadence. 
to take your head off because you you just slipped out. <laughs> Yo, Bro, before we want to get out before we get out of here, I wanted to share something because it was just so fitting with this uh this episode. We got a a, a, a shout out from a young man. His name is Tyler. He says uh, boxing commentary has a lot of bias, and you guys keep it a hundred no matter what. And you uh-huh. always show love to my Mexican people, which I appreciate. If you're ever in L.A., I got you guys. Much respect. Well, much respect and love to you, too, I was Tyler. in L.A., I'm tucking my little chain. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> The next topic we're going to discuss on Boxing Bros is our prediction for the upcoming fight between Deontay Wilder and Robert Hellenius, which the Boxing Bros will be in the building. Deep. Deep, deep, deep. We coming with complex stretch. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We in there, in the building. But before we arrive to the Barclays Center, we must give our prediction for the main and co-main, and we're starting with the main, TBE. Who you got, Deontay Wilder or Robert Hellenius? Man, listen. You know why I'm going with this, man. Well, first off, round of applause. Look at you. Hold on, on. time out, time out. (laughs) I hope you tell the truth. Don't lie to yourself. Respect yourself. You know where I'm going. I'm just giving it. Don't interrupt me, G. (laughs) (laughs) Don't interrupt me. All right? Listen, round of applause for Deontay Wilder. I didn't think he was going to step back in the ring anytime soon after that whoopee he took from um, Tyson Fury in the third fight. But, you know, I say this, say that, you know, Robert Helen has been, he's been on a roll, yo. He smashed Kalnaki twice. He's been, he's been, he's been feeling himself and he's in contendership. So I think this is going to be a good fight next weekend. And I think Wilder's going to try to, like, knock him out, which is, that's the only thing he could do. But I think Karnaki's going to come back <laughs> and show him he business. I don't know these two's friends, but they're not. He's not. Well, Robert's no. Um, 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 he, Robert's no. Malik Scott. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's no, he's no Malik Scott. But I feel Robert might surprise us, yo. And I'm going with my man, Robert Linus. And I'm staying consistent. Robert Linus is on the board, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm staying consistent, G. I'm staying yeah, that's consistent. Cool. That's cool. Let's, how about this? <laughs> Yo, Ned, your prediction's been real suspect lately. So just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep going. Just keep going. Stay with my prediction. Hey, G, you said it was a new year, new G. <laughs> and hold on, hold on. If memory serves me correct, Ned and I made a bet that Wilder won the fight this year. And lo and behold, we about to go to a Deontay Wilder fight. So, Ned, what were you supposed to give me? Hmm? Well, it was either hundred dollars or hundred push-ups. Hey, so, man. which one was it? The fight, man. Oh, you know, right. you know how Ned do the push-ups right. in the bar, Clay? Yo, facts. You know what I mean? <laughs> so people can walk by and pour beer on you for being an AJ. Uh, I was gonna say disrespect with violence. Hmm. Yo, before you were really interrupted, Ned, what were you saying? I got Robert Hellenius by knockout. 
Damn. <laughs> you gonna give us a round, dog? You gonna give us a round? Seven. What? Seven? Yeah. Yo, hold up, cause G's being real disrespectful. So G, it I'm seems like you don't think. Hold on, hold up, hold up, G, hold up, G. It seems like you don't think Robert Hellenius can knock out your boy Wilder. Yo, man. So you want to put something on it with Ned then? <laughs> Ned, what, what kind of bet you want to make, Ned? We'll do that off air. Oh, I, oh, I. <laughs> yeah, man, it's his word, though. What, what kind of? I remember, remember the last thing, man, Ned said, I'm a bit of my word, but I forget half the time. Hmm. <laughs> we'll do that off air, man. Yeah, he don't want on air because you know he about to lie. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Well, we'll turn it over to the commission Trill Dollar Bill. Who you got? Look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at the TBE for what he said because it is true. Uh, Deontay Wilder is coming off of two losses, and Robert Hellenis is coming off of two wins. You know, unfortunately, I think that this event and this magnitude is just going to be a little bit too big for Robert Hellenis, and he's going to be like a deer in headlights coming out to this. This whole event with Deontay Wilder, and I, and I and I feel like uh, DW is going to take this one. All right, All right. we'll turn it's it set up for him to take this one. Right. You had me, you got me a little nervous, Trill. I'm like, don't, don't pull it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I'm like, you got beat by Fury. Don't mean gonna be beat by Hellenis now, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, conspiracy. Let us know who you got, man. Listen. I got Deontay decapitation. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm gonna keep 100 with you. I I don't believe a guy that got knocked out by George Washington. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Washington. Oh, no, Gerald Washington. No, you know what I mean? The president will say that. Under the cherry tree. You know what I mean? You know, but nah, man, I'm sorry. Like, Robert Hellenis, he had, like, I think when it comes to the smaller fighters, like shorter fighters, he does a better job. But when guys his size bring it to him, he just can't take it, man. And you know Wilder brings it to the fighters. You know, like, I know Wilder lost a little weight. He's trying out different things, working on hooks and stuff like that. So, hey, I'm not going to say it might be an early round because I think this new Wilder is probably experimenting, trying to display new skills. But I think once Robert Hillenis hits him one or two times, I think he's going to revert back to his old self. And just go for straight right hand action, and I don't, I don't think Robert Hellenis could take uh, Deontay Wilder uh, straight right hand. If he takes the first one, he's definitely not taking the second one. So I definitely got Deontay Wilder by decapitation. I'm gonna say by round, I'm gonna say round five, round five knockout. All right, all right. <clears throat> I watched the um, inside PBC. Um, documentary they they made about the upcoming fight and Robert Hellenius seems like he he's confident like he's been in the ring he sparred Deontay Wilder I think he feels like he knows something <clears throat> the difference is in sparring you wear bigger gloves you wear headgear and it's a lot different um 
we know Deontay Waters coming off two knockout L's, as Trill pointed out. He was stopped in the seventh uh, because of crab and a barrel referee and because uh, a hater, um, Mark Brillick. I don't believe those things. I'm just saying what he said. Those are his words, not mine. Um, and then in his fight with Tyson Fury in the trilogy, he was stopped by being knocked unconscious in the 11th round. So this is his first fight coming back after a knockout. Um, and what people say is when you get concussed, you're more susceptible to becoming concussed again. Robert Hellenius has a big right hand. He has a monster right hand. The issue is, to me, he's not as fast and explosive as Deontay Wilder. He's not as fast and as explosive as Tyson Fury. So if you're telling me he's going to move around like Fury, he's going to be fast like Fury, and he's going to have the you know punch placement of a Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder would be in big trouble. But the reality is that Hellenius is no Tyson Fury. So if you look at Hellenius too, it's particularly in the first fight, Kalinowski was whooping his behind. He was just beating up on him. And then he got tired, and then the Viking took him out. So he's not the hardest guy to punch. Wilder's not going to need too many of those punches to take out Hellenius. So to be honest with you, you know, I, I understand my man that the TBE, his passion and his belief in Hellenius. And maybe he will be the one to get it right on this screen. But Wilder's been working out, running, jumping rope, training, working on other punches. All the things Caden said he needed to do years ago to beat the elite fighters. When people were telling me all he needed was his right hand. And I'm not saying that to say you, G. I'm saying like a lot of people in the comments were saying like his right hand was up. They don't come by no more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's 100. (laughs) They don't come by a They don't come by a Yeah. I was just simply saying that. At the top level, to beat the top guys, you need more than just one punch. You need more than just God-given ability. And it looks like respect to Wilder, a man who seemed like he was hard-headed, who was thick-headed, and was just like, love me, brother. Just love me. Right? But he took that message. You can say whatever you want, but since his loss to Fury, he's been running. He's been jumping rope. He's been training. He's been dedicated to the sport. And if you can't respect that, then that's a personal issue. But I do. So he's done everything I can ask. I think he's going to win. I think he's going to knock Hellenius out. I'll be honest because we're going to be there. I'm hoping that he does it in the later rounds. But it wouldn't shock me if he KOs Hellenius inside four. In fact, I think he KOs Hellenius inside four rounds. G's going to act a fool and whatever. But it's. Deontay Wilder by KO inside four. That's my prediction. The next topic we're going to discuss on Boxing Bros is our prediction for the rematch between undisputed lightweight champion of the world, Devin Haney, and former undisputed lightweight champion. Actually, disputed former undisputed lightweight champion of the world, George Ferocious Cambosis. And we're going to give our predictions for that rematch starting now. Ned the TBE, who you got? Man, you know I'm going to go with Yep. Some of my coaches felt like I disrespected Haney when I said he was um, for Shakur was the easiest fight. When I, What I meant to say was a safer fight. It was like he wouldn't have to go through punishment. But it's not an easy fight. He still would have to box. He would have to show, display some skill set. Things that nature. But in this fight, I feel Devin Haney's going to display 
the same fight we saw the first time where he's going to outbox George Cambosis and make him look. Um, he's just going to show him like you, he's untouchable. And for that, I feel Devin Haney's going to be, beat him the second time and still be undisputed and win all his um, keep all his belts. So. All right, Conspiracy G. Uh, Devin Haney, <laughs> identical <laughs> to the first fight. You know what I mean? Complete blowout. Cambosis, I don't think he has an, uh, a solution to actually beat Haney. But I will say this, Ned, I'm disappointed. You were supposed to give us a story, like your Ed Lover uh, story a few segments back. What's going <laughs> on? Man? Your new name is Reading Rainbow with TBE. We need a story. We need bad, a story right? that doesn't make sense, but somehow you, you piece it back to the, the segment. Go ahead. You're right. You're right. I, mean, I, I don't have a story at the moment, y'all, but. G, G gave me high expectations, and I let G down. My bad, man. You ain't got to tell a story if you don't want to tell a story, T. For real. Well, I got to, you know, cross my T's. You think he's here for your entertainment? You think he's here to make you laugh? You think yeah, that he's yeah. here for play play? Yeah. Put your <laughs> on this dude, yo. Nah, um, Troy Dollar Bill. Uh, Devin winning the fight. George winning in business. <laughs> That's a good point. Around. Yeah. He got, got a second chance of getting that bread. You know what I'm in saying? Australia. Yeah, yeah. In Australia. Winning mm-hmm. in business, but he's losing this fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just going to say I got Devin Haney. Um, I think he's going to win. UD, unanimous decision. I think that George Cambosa is going to come out and take more risk than he did in the first fight. I think he feels like he's going to have to knock Devin out, hurt Devin early to change, uh, you know, the course of the fight to change the result. But I think that Devin is going to be slick and it's going to be better than he thinks. And I think that Devin's going to show that he has more pop than he thinks. And I think when all is said and done, the fight will eventually follow the same pattern as the first fight. So Cambosis may come out more aggressive in the beginning, but at some point he's going to learn that that's not going to help him. And it's just going to fall right into the same pattern that it went into in the first fight. And I think Devin's going to win unanimous decision. The next topic we're going to discuss on boxing bros is our prediction for sweet hands. Caleb Plant versus the dog. Anthony Durrell. These two have been going at it talking that spicy talk, so it might go down, but we're going to go to Ned, the TBE. Who you got? Man, yeah. I was a fan of Plant Base, but I'm not no more. Listen, 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 listen. Uh, You know, I feel Caleb got the skills, but I feel Durrell going to come in here and show us who Caleb really is, and I feel Darrell gonna um knock not knock him up, but beat him by decision. It's gonna go twelve rounds, and it's gonna be a solid. It's gonna be a good fight. But I got my man Darrell in this fight, and yeah. Okay, Spirit G. I ain't gonna lie, this is tough for me too. So, cause uh, the attributes that both gentlemen have, the the things that they're missing, the other guy has, right? So Caleb Plant. Great defense, great movement, but he doesn't have power. Anthony Durrell, you know what I'm saying? He's slightly older. 
He doesn't have the speed of Caleb Plant, the agility of Caleb Plant, but he definitely got that power. You know, um, I want to do a cop out and say it's going to be a draw, but if I have to to pick somebody, I'm going to go with the dog. By the split decision, I'm going to say split decision because I don't believe he's going to knock out Caleb Plant, but I think it's going to be a good display. He's going to be hungrier than Plant. He's going to really want this because this might be his last hurrah. So, you know, I I think we're going to see the best of Darrell for this fight. Um, Yeah, so I I think it's going to make it to all 12. Go ahead. Go ahead, Katie. Are you sure that this has nothing to do with David Benavidez? Not even. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, to be honest with you, it'd be nice if Caleb Plant beats Darrell and then we could compare how, you know, the Darrell the, the losses, right? And then see, like, you know, we could have a little fantasy talk. But nonetheless, I'm being honest. Like, Anthony Durrell, man, he's been he's these past couple of fights, he's been showing that he wants it, man. Like, you know, he got a good uppercut, you know. Like, I mean, Caleb Plant, his defense is like immaculate. Like, but I, I don't I don't think uh Anthony's gonna be afraid of uh Plant's power. So I think he'll sacrifice a punch to give a punch. And so to me, like, who was the other dude? Um What's it? The other Caleb, the dude, um, the axe, true axe, true axe. Yeah, like that was horrible. You know what I mean? So I'm like, you couldn't even take out this guy. So (laughs) I, I I don't, I don't see Caleb Plant taking out Anthony Durrell. It doesn't matter how old Durrell is. Doesn't matter how, how, how many uh face cuts he got. I don't think Plant's gonna do that type of damage. We're just gonna watch Caleb Plant dance around twelve rounds. And the style that he has is kind of tricky because some judges love that style. Some really despise that style. So if we see Anthony Durrell trying to take it to him and they're really he's really trying to fight and Caleb Plant's just trying to pop shot him and, you know, dance around, it may be cute for a couple of rounds. But after a while, judge is going to be like, yo, bro, you, you hit a fire, you hit a dance. You know what I'm saying? Like, or you hit a run. So. I think Anthony Durrell could could surprise us, and he's going to win over, if not the fans, he's going to definitely win over some of the judges. And that's why I think either – I want to say it's going to be a draw, but I think if it goes to split decision, it would definitely be in the favor of Anthony Durrell. That's that's what I honestly think. Commish Trill Dollar Bill, who you got? This was a couple of years ago. I'll say Anthony Durrell, the dog with dog walking. <laughs> But I think the dog has seen better days, and I feel like Caleb Flint will win a technical fight against Anthony Durrell. And I think that he's going to fight a technical fight. He's not going to give Anthony Durrell what he wants, and that's a dog fight. Because if this is a dog fight, I'm going with the dog. But I don't think that this is what this is going to be. I think Caleb Flint's going to stay outside, and he's going to use his technical advantages to beat um, Anthony Durrell and who was a little bit off as far as his speed and because of age and all that. It's a little bit off. He's not going to give Anthony Durrell what he wants, and that's to make it a dog fight. He's going to win a technical fight. So I have a unanimous decision on Caleb Plant on winning a technical uh, technical fight. 
but not not taking away anything from um, Anthony Durrell. Um, he proved to be a top-notch competitor and a top-notch champion, but I, I feel like he has seen better days. Even in his last fight where he won, he was really losing until he got the opportunity, you know what I'm saying? And then the, the, the kid fought, fought the wrong game plan against him. He gave uh, the dog the opportunity and made it a certain fight. He fought the dog's type of fight, and he lost. Uh, I don't see Caleb Plant doing that. So You don't Excuse me. So am I? Oh, so come I'm, on, come I'm on. giving it to Caleb Plant for uh, fighting a technical decision. Hold on. Sir. All right. Walk with me on this. Caleb Plant's uh, last fight with uh, um, with Canelo. That fight with Canelo, right? So many people was like, damn, Caleb Plant, he didn't go for it, right? That was like the criticism of his, his strategy against Canelo. Right, he was just trying to like outpoint Canelo until he couldn't do it no more, and then he got dropped. Oh, you don't hey. don't try to prove the world that yo I got hands. You know what I mean? Like he tried to do that with with, with Truax, he couldn't do it. But that's the number one criticism of Caleb Plant is this dude has no power. He has pillow fist. You don't think in the back of his <laughs> mind he's gonna try to go for the knockout? Go ahead. Get in there, bro. Him. Anthony Durrell is not Canelo Alvarez. He is not Alvarez. Canelo is a total different beast. You know? No, I, no, no. I'm saying he thinks this time I could take a dude like Durrell out, so he's going to no. go for the knockout. I think if he does take chances, it's going to be like the last time. The last time you see him get the stoppage. It was after a while, accumulation of punches, and then he, if the guy got tired, if Anthony Durrell... All the wear and tear from all the wars. If that happens, it'll be a late stoppage. Something like in the knife if he goes for it. But no, I see him not giving Anthony Durrell no chances to try to win this fight. I see him sticking to the game plan and, and making this a technical fight and, and winning um, the majority of the round. All right. All right. Hmm. The funny thing about all this is... <laughs> Six degrees of separation kind of mm -hmm. makes it interesting, right? Last time I saw Caleb Plant like stop someone, it was Uskatiki, uh, when he won the title. And Uskatiki is the one who, I guess, hit Andre Durrell, Anthony Durrell's brother, in a way in which his team didn't like. So his uncle jumped in the ring <laughs> and hooked off on uh, Uskatiki, right? And that hook caused damage to Uzgatiki, and that's why Caleb Plant was able to knock him out because he softened him up. No, but um, no. So then, um, Caleb Plant ends up getting the title um, by knocking out Uzgatiki, and so now Caleb Plant's fighting Anthony Durrell. You know, a lot of people—well, not a lot of people—some people who hate when me and Trill agree for some reason. I don't know. I guess we don't disagree enough on this show. But I have to agree with Trill Dollar Bill. Again, if this was years ago, I'd favor um, Anthony Durrell. Even when Benavidez fought him, I would favor Anthony Durrell. And if you, if you look at that fight um, with Benavidez and Anthony Durrell, Anthony Durrell gave a good account of himself until he started to fade from the pressure and the relentless work of um, Benavidez. He was actually winning that fight. And this isn't that same Anthony Durrell. Um, you know, 
this is an older Anthony Durrell who, as Trill pointed out, didn't look like his old self to me in his old fight. He was able to, you know, secure the victory and get us and get a knockout. But that's what he does. And I think that's experience that that got him that dub in this fight against um, Caleb Plant. I feel like Caleb Plant should just use his technical advantages. He should use his speed, his footwork, and he should show his ability to box. People are going to say he can't knock someone out. And maybe that's true. But you can win without knocking someone out. So I don't see the problem with that. He should try to pitch a shutout against um, Anthony Durrell. And and who cares if, if people are saying at the end, oh, he can't punch. Oh, he can't pop. Oh, he can't do this. Well, he beat Anthony Durrell, right? To me, again, I say this to people. I think Caleb Plant's gift is his boxing ability. I think it is his boxing ability. He needs to work on the IQ, I feel like, a little bit more. He has high boxing IQ, but I feel like if his IQ was higher, he wouldn't react to what people say or to the crowds or try to feed into knocking someone out. Just win. Just keep winning. That's all you need to do. And I think Caleb Plant's going to go in there and try to win. I don't think he's going to try to fight with the guy whose only chance to beat him is to knock him out. And if he does that, he deserves to lose. But I'm just ahead. saying we've seen Devin Haney do that with Lenares. When it's like, bro, all you got to do is box. But he wanted to show all the fans, hey, I got power. And then what happened? He got clipped and he went spaghetti leg real quick. It had one. And he yeah, went and fought George Cambosis and didn't try to prove anything but get the dub. So you learn that in boxing. And, um, you know, Caleb Plant versus Canelo Alvarez. And people say, why didn't you go for it? You see Canelo Alvarez fights. You know how Canelo Alvarez gets down. So let's not say, why didn't you go for it? Baval didn't go for it. So let, let's be real. Baval, <laughs> the bigger fighter at his weight class, who everyone seems to – Throw in the top, the, the, the pound for pound list now didn't go for a knockout against Canelo. Why? Canelo went up against the ropes and said, oh, come get me, come get me. And he said, no, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Why you hating? I'm not hating. I'm just saying you can't be a hypocrite. You can't be like, why didn't Caleb go for the kill against Canelo? Why didn't uh, Bavon go for the kill? And there were people who were saying, oh, he hurt Canelo. Oh, he can get Canelo out of there. So if the bigger, stronger, you know, guy in his division doesn't want to go for the kill on Canelo, why are you asking Taylor Plant to do it? How many people you seen go for the kill on Canelo? I'm just asking you. I'm turning over to you, G. You got the floor. How many people in the history of watching Canelo Alvarez have you seen go for the kill on Canelo Alvarez? Damn, I got to think about this. Let me see. Yeah, I got an answer for you. Zero. (laughs) (laughs) I got an answer for you. Zero. Not even Triple G, the great killer, went went for it on uh, Canelo Alvarez. So, come on, man. Let's stop the madness. It's high-level boxing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's high-level boxing in there with, with, with Canelo. Like, yeah. Because you run up in there all crazy, you're going to get knocked out. You understand? James Kirkland had a – I like James, so salute to my man, James. I, I think James, man. What happened to James, man? Unfortunately, but he was, he, was a, he was a great entertainer. You know, the bottom line is, G, you win, you, you fight to win. 
You do whatever it takes to win, right? If you can get a knockout, you get a knockout. Caleb Plant should just try to win and try to secure the next big fight. If he tries to get into a firefight with Anthony Durrell, that will be Anthony Durrell would just love it. It will be everything he asked for. Anthony Durrell is running his mouth. And all the posts, all the interviews, all the pre-fight interviews, Anthony Durrell is running his mouth, hoping he can talk Caleb Plant into a firefight. That's his whole goal, is to talk Caleb Plant into a firefight. If Caleb Plant goes in there and gets into a firefight, I'm going to come in here and say, yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> and he tries to get into a firefight with Anthony Durrell, but I think he's too small for that. So I got Caleb Plant by UD. And I think that he'll probably win like, you know, um, nine rounds to three. Damn. You know, maybe even 10 rounds to two. Like, damn, man. Y'all, I think that's why I think. Nah, I love the dog. See, don't do that. You treat him like an old head. We love his whole family. We love the Darrell brothers. We were riding with Darrell's. I feel like what happened to uh, Andre Darrell. He was supposed to be the one. He was, yeah, he was supposed to be the stuff. with Arthur Abraham and the Super Six, and he was never the same after that. And he fought Carl Frotch, and I felt like he beat Carl Frotch. Right, and that was like, they call it like the robbery in Nottingham, I think. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, people, he gave Carl Frotch that victory. I thought he beat Carl Frotch. So we love his whole family, like his granddad, everything. Mm-hmm. We've been following those guys for a very long time. So don't sit here. And try to uh, pin that on us, G. But we got to call it how we see it. The next topic we're going to discuss on Boxing Bros is our prediction for the upcoming fight between Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall. This is our second time doing predictions because there was an event that changed the course of UK history. And they decided to postpone the fight. Um, and so now we're doing our predictions again, and maybe some people have changed their minds. But before we give our prediction, we're going to look at some of the promotion. So some of you who are not familiar with Carissa Shields and Savannah Marshall, take a look at the promotion and see. I think it's been pretty good. Let's take a look. Ah, I'm here. I'm here. And I won't call y'all. Let's go. Let's go. I knew that when I turned pro that women's boxing would take off and it took off in America first but like the UK has come different the UK coming out with boats with rings and on the UK is coming out with 20,000 fans at the O2 main event I trained my butt off I don't know if you see my traps coming up but them the muscles in my neck I was talking about she's exhausted all I want liners on she I'll tell you exactly on Thursday but where's your medals at you let your country down you've boxed them out of cans you're a bum Someone who lives off of an amateur win for 10 years. God. It's like they're trying to erase everything I've done in the past 10 years because I have been dominant in boxing for a decade. Are you, Savannah Marshall, going to knock out Clarissa Shields? I've been asked this for the past 12 weeks, and I've never once said I'm going to knock you out. I said I'm going to hurt you, and I will. We still don't have an answer. Well, we'll see when you wake up on the canvas. I'll ask you then. You can keep thinking all this talk about this. Oh, Savannah Marshall, knock out this, knock out that. But anybody can knock out some Eddie and bones. You can't knock out world champs. I'll put in 11 weeks for this camp just to show you. Well, I put you in are not, you're, about, you're not about to get in there and walk through me. And you know what? You be hating on my chain. <laughs> you be hating on it. But, but, but guess what? 
I bet you this chain that you don't win the fight. Oh no, thank you. Yeah, I'll just chain the belts. I'll just have the belts. You're not gonna have a belt. <laughs> put thirty-five thousand dollars of your of your purse. Well, I don't know what you over there, but I'll be taking that right back. What you just say? I'll be taking that right back. Oh, you you want to be the quote? You want to be the chain? You want to be the quote? You want to have a chain? You want to be me? You want to have a belt? You want the Olympic gold medals? You want it? You want it? Right? Well, yes, you do. Oh my God! Last. Who doesn't want to win the Olympics for that country? After I beat up Emma Colson, she's the one ringside. Come on, son. If you fight that way against me, I'm gonna wipe the floor with you. Hey, your gold medals. Hey, you want this chain? You're going to see. You're going to be a second edition of Christina Hammer. Are you going to have to rely on that? Whatever you can like say, Christina okay. Hammer. <laughs> so that's been uh, the promotion for the fight. Pretty good, pretty good, I feel like. Now we got to turn it over to a man who's going to be in his feelings on fight night. He's going to be in Brooklyn, New York to see Deontay <laughs> He's going to be in Brooklyn, New York to see Deontay Wilder, a fighter he's not fond of, while his old boo is fighting on the same card as his new boo. Ned is going through it, y'all. And we're turning over to Ned the TBE. Who you got? Carissa Shields, your old boo, or her opponent, Savannah Marshall. My heart is torn, y'all. My heart is torn. <laughs> but... I, you know, it's easier to spread love than hate, and that's what I'm gonna do today. Carissa, you know you got a special spot right here, right here. <laughs> you but, know what's happening? You know what's happening? You tell, you see the camera, you make it right here. But yeah, Carissa, <laughs> I'm rooting for you. I want you to win. I just want you to have a successful career. <laughs> At the end of the day, I still think about me and you, but it's never going to be me and you. And everybody want to talk about Savannah like she's like um, the next, you know, the next big thing. But I think you got this. I think you got this with ease. You've been boxing. And she's going to try to, you know, just pace yourself. Don't don't overdo yourself. Don't even, you know, you know how to fight. You know how, you know what it is. And um, Savannah... If you want to win this fight, I'm going to say don't go in there trying to take her head off early. You got to really, like, test the water, see what she's bringing. Because if you go in there trying to take your head off, you're going to play yourself, and then that's how you're going to lose this fight. But I still got Clarissa winning by um, decision because, you know, she don't never knock nobody out. When's the last time she knocks nobody out? <laughs> oh, like oh, you coming like that? <laughs> you blew a kiss to your ex, TV? Yeah, my ex... Chick still my next chick. You feel me? Mm, nice. Michaela, I love you too. Oh, you said you said Michaela? Mm. I thought it was Alicia, bro. You truth. Oh, 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 the truth. Oh, the truth. Hey, brother. <laughs> Yo, now he got two exes, cuz. <laughs> you can have, you can be in multiple friend zones, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And now the world knows why he is friend zone dead. <laughs> All right, true dollar bill. 
Who you got? <laughs> um, listen, I like Savannah Marshall. I really do, man. I, I I like her a lot, man. And I think she has a lovely, bright smile, right? Um, but let's let's when it comes to uh, Clarissa Shields, right? I said this the last time. I'm, I'm picking Clarissa Shields. Unanimous decision. I feel like she outboxes her. Here's my here's the thing, right? When I think of this fight, right, when she Clarissa Shields was just just uh was just talking. I uh, remember the five heartbeats when uh uh Eddie Kane was talking to Flash and he would say, You want my spot, Flash? Well you ain't gonna get it. Cause you ain't got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that's what it is right here. Uh Savannah Marshalls, you want her spot, but you ain't gonna get it. Cause right now you ain't got it. Because I think Clarissa Shields is just that 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 bit a little bit more talented and all around fighter. So I'm going to give it to uh, Carissa Shields, which she may uh, lack in the power department, what people may say she makes it up for everything else, you know? So I'm giving it to uh, Carissa Shields, unanimous decision. Conspira G. In the spirit of Trill, since again, Ned didn't provide us with a story. I guess I'll provide with a story similar to what Trill was saying. In the movie, The Temptations, my man, David Ruffin, said, ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. You know, clearly, she, uh, Clarissa Shields is the A-side in this fight. Now, I will say that I do agree with, who was it? Was it Peter Fury that said this? He was like, you know, they both fought bums. And I agree. With all due respect to the women's division, but a lot of these girls that they fight in, they're not of uh, uh, of, of of note. You know what I mean? It's not like you go like, you remember that fight with Clarissa versus da da da? We don't do all of that. We just go clearly, it's a one-sided fight on both ends, right? So, my money is on Clarissa Shields, obviously, because of, you know, her accomplishments. But I'm not going to diminish the fact that, you know, Savannah Marshall has that that Tyson Fury herky-jerky style that I've never seen Clarissa up against. So this is a new element. It's different from what Clarissa's used to. It's a different environment. It's the UK. You know, it's a new atmosphere. So I'm not going to be like it's going to be completely one-sided. But... You know, I think there's going to be some controversy. So I'm going to say split decision, Clarissa Shields, you know, because of a lot of variables. I think Clarissa's going to have to first figure out Savannah Marshall's style. And I think any round where Savannah actually lands a punch, they're going to give it to Savannah, bro, like on some real stuff. So I'm not saying the UK going to try to do uh, Clarissa Shields dirty. I'm trying to say about our UK brethrens. But you know what I'm saying? Let's just keep it 100. We know how they uh, give it up. The UK also brought us Brit Barbie. <laughs> Brit Barbie's the, the rapper who period ah, period up. So y'all brought us Ned, the, the UK version of Ned, huh? <laughs> yeah. right. you watch your mouth. That's the first thing she said. That's the only thing she said. Brit Barbie. And then she went in period <laughs> made a hit, made a hit, and went viral. Went viral. That's my first time ever hearing it. I was like, damn. I, I think it just missed viral, but yeah. 
Well, it, it was pretty popular video for sure. I, I guess it's on me. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. I actually watched the amateur fight because it was up on Sky Sky Sports website. It was up on like numerous channels. And I actually watched the amateur fight between Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall. So I can say this because I now know this. Clarissa Shields got robbed. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the comments and most of the people in the comments, even from the UK, were saying the same thing. Shields got robbed. Shields was robbed. There were people who we were honest were like, oh, I thought that she dominated Shields. After watching this, I thought Shields won. So when when Shields is sitting there, and I first heard Shields, one of the things she said was, you didn't even really beat me. Like she was saying it to her. And I'm thinking, oh, God, Shields. Like, you know me, I'm like, accountability. Come on now. You can't you can't beat her unless you admit she beat you. And then I watched it and said, you didn't beat her. Hey, remember, Clarissa Shields on Twitter was like, I think y'all should take this fight down because I think it's bad for business. Next year, you know, you can't even find that yeah, fight. Yeah, they took it down. Yeah. So all y'all, like, this is what makes me laugh. Like, Clarissa Shields is a two-time Olympic gold medalist. That's an accomplishment that doesn't, that you can't attribute to Savannah Marshall. She's zero-time gold medalist. Clarissa Shields, this is why I disagree with uh, Peter Fury, has fought better opposition in the pros. Clarissa Shields beat Franchon Cruz Zern. Savannah Marshall has not been in the ring with anyone like Franchon Cruz Zern. And I'll tell you right now, I'll pick Franchon Cruz Zern to beat Savannah Marshall if they fought, if they were fighting tomorrow. I think Franchon Cruz Zern would beat her. I seen French on Cruz Desert in there with a with a dude. <laughs> 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 you know him and his, bro. You know All my life I had to fight that <laughs> y'all boy movies. This is what that fight French on Cruz Desert. Knock the hair off and she was that. still fighting. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? We he's like he's like you want to have wig wig you want the wig or the fight yeah facts you know French on cruisers are in there mm-hmm. fighting someone with stuff in their system we know this and I oh, still my. think French on cruisers won that fight yeah I still <laughs> think French on cruisers are won that fight Savannah Marshall ain't fight nobody like that. And let me tell you something. That fight reminded me of the color purple. I love Hoppo. Lord knows I do. But I kill him dead before I let him beat me. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, we ain't oh. never seen a fight. We actually heard an entire arena laugh at a fighter, bro. Remember when she grabbed that mic? Oh my life, I had to fight. That was not come on now. Don't sit here and tell me. So you got like that fight too, bro. That was yeah, like watching gotta, a woman get beat up by a man for real. Like all jokes nah, aside. Nah, it was nah, hard that to really fighting for her life in there. Yeah, you know? that was crazy. That was, that was you gotta give fight. shields Franchon Cruz deserved. You got That's to. Awesome. And you gotta give shields Christina Hammer. Yeah. Who was undefeated 
and and basically running women's boxing for year for a few years. And Shields went in there and straight dominated her. Dominated her. And, and it was a similar situation to what it is right now. Christina Hammer was the favorite. People thought Christina Hammer was going to beat her. And Carissa Shields, someone was going to shut up the loudmouth American. Let me just get this out the way. Americans, we do have loud mouths. A lot of us. <laughs> when it comes to boxing. When it comes to fighting, when it comes to this, but what you don't understand is where we come from, we have inferior schools. We have people rooting against us. We have people telling us what we won't be. We have to tell ourselves that we're the ish all the time. When someone says to you, this happened to me. I was told I couldn't be a lawyer because of where I went to school, because of the family that I grew up with, because of my circumstances. I have to be stubborn enough to look into a mirror and say, they don't know me. I can do what they say I can't. To believe it, I have to say it to them. They have to laugh at me. And then when I do it, I look at them and say, now what? That's America. Yeah. So, Ken, are you telling me you speak it, believe it, receive it? Hmm. Not like Wilder, bro. <laughs> first of all, Wilder, you already noticed Wilder isn't the first one to speak it into existence and believe it. But as I pointed out to you before, there's more that you have to do than just speak it. You have to speak it, commit to it, have the discipline, work hard for it. That's what makes you believe it, right? And when you receive it, that's why I feel like it's where preparation meets opportunity. Some people call it luck, but I believe it's where preparation meets opportunity. So it's more to it than that. I believe if you put positive energy into the universe and you work hard at something, you will receive the blessings and the fruits of that. I believe that. So that's what I'm talking about. But what people don't understand when they talk about loudmouth Americans loudmouth Americans is you saw Deontay Wilder be the champ and America not embrace him. You seen Floyd Mayweather be the champ and America not embrace him. You see Terrence Bud Crawford and Earl Spence right now champions. People in the UK want to see that fight more than people in America want to see that fight. That's the main reason that fight's not happening. Devin Haney's undisputed. And Devin still Haney's undisputed and can't even crack the pound-for-pound pound list on American exactly. platforms. Exactly. That's why we loud in America, bro. So you don't like it. Who cares? Because you don't know what it's like. And I want them to drop you off here where there are no royals, where there's no kiss-ass, and see you survive here. You survive here knowing what you can do. You survive here believing in yourself. You survivor here being your biggest fan. And you and you surround yourself with people who believe in you and people who support you. Yeah, Clarissa Shields got a big mouth, but she accomplishes things. Yeah, Clarissa Shields got a big mouth, but she backs it up. And you know what they say about talking, right? You can talk as long as you can back it up. And she's backed it up every way, and she's going to back it up again when she whoop your girl, Savannah Marshall. And all y'all who come running to this comment section, come back here later. 
please come back here later. That's all I'm asking of you. At the at the Clarissa Shields beat Savannah Marshall again, like she did in the amateurs, assuming they don't rob her this time. Yo, how come people in the comments never come back and be like, you know what, guys? I'll be <laughs> you know what I'm just saying, you know, if you're going to bring all that smoke, bring the love afterwards, man, you wrong. That's all. You know they be expecting me to apologize. I don't apologize a couple of times on this show. Can I at least get one from one of y'all? I'm just saying, man. Never going to happen. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. The last topic we're going to discuss on Boxing Bros is the co-main event to – Elite to um Carissa Shields versus Savannah Marshall. It's Michaela Mayer versus Alicia Bumgarner. And that fight is very interesting as well and could have been its own main event card, but they wanted to help promote and big up women's boxing. We're gonna take a look at some of the promotion uh and then we'll discuss this fight. Talking Bradley, yo, we got audio, visuals, so we can talk about this big fight. This is the mayor of the fans' came to see. IBF Junior Lightweight Champion. Well, let's get it going. Oh, we ready to go, baby. Hey, Alicia. Hey, Nikul. What a shot for Batman. Alicia. Man, I ain't got nothing to lose. I've been working my ass off underneath the light. You have the light. I won the belt, and so I'm coming for the champions because I want to be undisputed. That's it. I'm knocking Mikhail out September 10th. Don't miss this fight. September 10th, ESPN Plus. Tune in. <laughs> they call it trash talk. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's a little uh, snippet of what's been going on. Ned the TBE, your new boo, Alicia Bumgarner. No, no, no. Correction. Michaela Mayer. You know, no, you man. slipped up and you said my boo Michaela in the last segment, but now you're claiming that Alicia Bongarner's your boo. After you done, you and Clarissa Shields had a thing. Ned, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to let you handle that. Who you got? Yeah, listen. Alicia, listen to me. I messed up. I slipped up. I, you, know, I, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, we are human, like I said before. And I got you winning this fight. I got you beating her up. I got you dog walking her and treating her like, like she is, you know. A shorty on, uh, 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 you know. But yeah, Alicia, you gonna, you gonna, I don't know if you're gonna knock out, but you're gonna beat her. You're gonna, you're gonna get it by decision. And that's why I'm rooting for you, and that's why you got it. All right, I'm gonna turn it over to you, Conspiracy. He still got Clarissa. <laughs> he still got Clarissa as his wife. Oh, this guy, man. Oh, oh yo, Alicia, please forgive me. My bad. Yeah, that was my bad. <laughs> yo, but all right. So I view this fight the same way I view the, the plant versus the rail fight, where I'm going for the person that has the, the knockout capabilities. I think Mayor is more of a boxer, but I think the dog. You know what I mean? It's gonna come out of Alicia and Dog Walk Mayor. So I think this is and she's gonna get it by knockout. So with this one, I think it's gonna be yo, it's it's 10 rounds for women. So I'm gonna go with round eight knockout. Alicia Bumgarner is gonna be undisputed champion. Oh, dollar bills in the building. Dollar bill, who you got? Um 
shout out to both women. I think this is a really, really good fight. Um, shout out to Alicia Bumgardner. Um, I think that she's a, a, a good athlete. I, let me cut all the pleasantries. I think that uh, <laughs> Michaela Mayer has all the advantages and the tools. I think this will be a, a unanimous decision. I believe that Michaela Mayer got this fight. I think that she got this by unanimous decision. Uh, unanimous decision. Um, it'll be a, 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 a good fight, but I think that she has the tools to win. Um, I just think that uh, Alicia Bumgarner, uh, this would be a little too much for her. All right. You heard Trill Dollar Bill's take. Now, I've just been working on a little something, something. It's the dog walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alicia Bumgarner, she came out with some, some callers. Made some money, what you know. Dog callers. Yo, I was like, you drew that dog just like how they teach you, like elementary school. How they yeah. <laughs> the, uh, ele- the elementary, the elementary school dog. <laughs> oh, because that's what we talk about. We talk about dog walking out here. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, you know what? All jokes aside, and all seriousness aside, this is a great fight. I think um, Kayla Mayer has the the height advantage, the reach advantage. Um, she has the size advantage. I think she's going to be a tough fight. Um, I, I've heard Alicia Bumgarner speaking to saying how she's going to dog walk um, Michaela, how she's going to beat her easy. And I'm hoping that a lot of that is just like the bravado that I've been talking about, the self-belief just working and, and putting it all in there, putting it all on the line. You know, some people will want an outcome, desire an outcome, but won't say it and be reserved and then wait until the outcome happens. And then they'll they'll talk their trash later. Right. Some people will put that pressure on themselves and some people have the courage to say what they want and, and then go out there and try to accomplish it. So I hope that Alicia Bumgarner understands that this is going to be a difficult fight. Michaela Mayer is a talented fighter. She's great schooling from Coach Al. And she's won some big fights. So, um, you know, this is one of the occasions where it happens. Um, so it's not like it's it doesn't happen before where I'm going to pick the smaller fighter, Alicia Bumgarner, and Trill's picking the bigger fighter, Michaela Mayer. And we're also not picking the same fighter. But it wouldn't shock me if Michaela Mayer won. But she has the stake technical and she has to use her advantages. If she fights small and she allows Alicia Bumgarner to do her thing, Alicia Bumgarner will win. I'm picking Alicia Bumgarner because I feel like Alicia Bumgarner has power. um, And I feel like she is going to hit Michaela Mayer enough to hurt her and and possibly stop her. You know, I'm going to pick a stoppage. I say like, um, well, gee, you said eight. I'm going to say seven. I'm going to pick a seventh-round stoppage, although the odds are they'll go the distance. Um, But I'm picking Alicia Bumgarner, but I think it's going to be a hell of a fight for as long as it lasts. I don't think it's going to be a dog walk by either woman, but just in case, I brought out the dog. (laughs) Dog callers coming soon. Boxing bro, dog callers coming soon. (laughs) Please let us know how you feel in the comment section. Please like and subscribe. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. And please check out our podcast on all major streaming services. The Brothers album out now on all major streaming services. You know what it is. That's Dr. GMD. That's the TBE. (laughs) And that's I'm the commissioner, Trill Dollar Bill. You already know who it is. We appreciate y'all. We the boxing bro.